Our national anthem by Emma Cabongo, and we are live at Open Space Park in Sioux Center, set for today's contest. Kyle Achterhoff joins me for today's broadcast. And uh, Kyle, first off, a great day for football and Dakota Wesley and the opponent. Let's talk about the day, first of all. Beautiful sunshine, light breeze, and uh, we're dry and we're warm, relatively warm. A great day for football today. Absolutely, Mike. You can't ask for much better uh, in the middle of October. Uh, nice clear skies, sun shining, slight breeze like you mentioned, but beautiful weather for college football. Dakota Wesleyan, the opponent today, and Wesleyan 3-3, uh, three and three, and they've done it in the most 3-3 three and three way possible. They win one, they lose one, they win one, they lose one, they win one, they lose one, and uh, here today... They're coming off, I believe. Uh, I've got to make sure that I've got my details correct. They lost to Concordia, 34-0, beat Doan, 17-13. Those are a couple of teams that have proven to be right there in that battle for, I would say, 5-6-7 in the conference. So a very worthy opponent here today. Absolutely. Uh, a team that's probably trajectory, they're on the right path. Uh, I think Coach, I saw Coach Simple a little bit before the ball game. Feels pretty good about his squad. Uh, and the direction that they're going, what they're building on. Obviously a big win last weekend against Doan, uh, but like you mentioned, that win, loss, win, loss, Hopefully we keep that trend going today. And they they can they also uh, you just look at it. They score 13. They give up 14. They allow 287 yards of or 297 on defense. They get 287. It's it, it is the most even even as you can get. Absolutely, yeah. And, and and they're a dangerous team because of that. You know they they keep themselves in the ball game. Uh, their defense is you know probably right on that equal. Uh, measuring stick as their offense. They're, they're pretty well balanced. Special teams could be a little bit of a concern today. I know they're going to come, come after the punts. That's just their MO. Uh, they're very aggressive in the special teams, and those can be momentum swing type plays in a game. They have settled on a quarterback that is relatively young. He's a hometown kid, Keel Nelson. He uh, is uh, completing 50% of his passes. He uh, can do a little bit with his legs as well, 219 yards rushing, a third of those on one play, but still a dual-threat quarterback. And Dort, in some regards, is going to get a look in the mirror when they play him. Absolutely. They, they feel real good about their quarterback situation. Um, and you know, on the flip side, Dort's defensive staff, they're concerned about um, Nelson because he, he is a great athlete, very good athlete, probably one of the more athletic quarterbacks in the conference, That, like you mentioned, that uh, dual threat kind of guy. And so he has the big playability, uh, and he's pro playing pretty solid football. Dort won the opening toss. They defer to the second half. Brett Zachman will tee it up. Dort will be kicking well, I can't tell which way the wind is right now. Looks like it's almost out of the west. So uh, the wind, not as much of a factor. But uh, Brett Zachman will be kicking off. Dakota Wesleyan will be moving left to right as we start today's contest. Daniel Leibolt is back to return, and they go the other way with it. They send it to Jamin Arendt, and Jamin picks it up at the 10 to the 15. This is Arendt with a football at the 20, and he is brought down at the 25-yard line, and that is where Dakota Wesleyan will start first down and 10 at their own 25-yard line. And we get our first look at Dakota Wesleyan on offense, and for the Dort defense, it is a matter of uh, they have really played pretty well thus far this season, allowing just 77 yards per game on the ground, and uh, that is where most teams will try to get started. Dort doing a pretty good job of stopping that. Yeah, most most offenses 
you know, they, they want to establish the run. I mean, that opens up the pass game. I think we'll see similar trend here with Dakota Wesleyan. Keel Nelson is the quarterback. He wears number zero, and he hands it off up the middle, and not much there. Maybe a two-yard pickup on the play. Tripped up at the line of scrimmage. Coming up to help make the stop, Tanner Milliken, a linebacker for the defenders. Number 30 is very si- uh, very steadily put together a strong season for the defenders and uh, he plays some special teams as well but comes up helps make that stop a gain of two on the play it's second down and eight second and eight Aaron is the in the backfield along with Nelson set to his left send a man in motion out of the backfield they hand it off to Aaron Aaron goes airborne and he is knocked down immediately drew Dom there on the stop maybe a short gain of one on the play and that will set up third down and we're going to call it six yeah, talking to Coach Penner, uh, he was especially concerned with Aaron. Yeah, uh, another big play threat, really good athlete. Uh, does a lot for this Dakota Wesleyan offense, both uh, running the ball, but he's a threat out of the backfield in the pass game as well. He's got 20 catches this year as well, and right now it appears to me Dakota Wesleyan in a passing situation. Keel Nelson, your quarterback, split backfield, send a man in motion. That is Aaron, had movement on the left side. No call coming out of that. A throw towards the sideline, incomplete, and Grant Hickson got turned around on that play, but the pass thrown out of bounds, incomplete. That'll bring up fourth down, and the clock stops on the incomplete pass. So Grant Hickson over on the defense, and uh, he was shading towards the middle of the field. Might have had to contend with the sun just a bit as well. And we get our first look at Tate Gale punting for uh, for Dakota Wesleyan from the 28-yard line. Kick in the grass. Cabongo will let it drop, picks it up at the 33-yard line, tries to spin away and lost the football. So Cabongo spins with it, loses the football, and now Dort will send the defense back onto the field as Nathan Cabongo loses that ball, trying to make something happen, and Dakota Wesleyan has it first and 10 at the 27-yard line. Yeah, I think Cabongo had had room um, you know, to field that ball. Not a bad decision. It was on the ground, like you mentioned. Uh, wasn't a bad decision to field it. Just didn't secure it uh, when he made the spin move. 27-yard line, so Dakota Wesleyan maintains possession of it after the turnover by the defenders. First and 10 for Dakota Wesleyan at the 27, so that swings the field position battle for Dakota Wesleyan almost immediately. Yeah, look for Dakota Wesleyan maybe to throw on first down here and maybe maybe try to take a shot to the end zone. They'll send three receivers to the left. Jamie Aaron comes over to the right side and we have a timeout on the field as Dakota Wesleyan uses a timeout as the play clock was winding down. This timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com.
We return to action. Keel Nelson is your quarterback. Nelson has Aaron to the right. They send a man in motion in the slot. They hand it off to Aaron. Aaron, the ball carrier, and Aaron, nothing there. It'll bring up second down and 10, so uh, electing to stay on the ground is Dakota Wesleyan on that play. Aaron, uh, around 100, not quite 100 yards rushing attempts, averaging 4.7 yards per carry. He's got uh, not quite 450 yards this season on the ground, and Dakota Wesleyan thus far electing to stay on the ground predominantly. Four down territory, I would imagine, here as well, facing second down and 10. Back into the pistol. They hand it off, and still on his feet. That's the running back. Garrett Mandolfo, I believe. Mandolfo, a freshman, 5'9", 195. And a gain of four on the play. That'll set up third down and six. They need inside the 20 for a first down. Gandolfo goes to the sideline. They'll go with a single running back now. Jacob Oxos is the wide receiver who will come to the near side. Covered by Hickson. So third down and a long 5-4 Dakota Wesleyan. Keel Nelson sends a man in motion. That's the tight end from left to right. Turns, fakes the handoff to Aaron, fires it over to the tight end. Becker, Becker, nothing there as he is wrapped up. Textbook tackle by Abe Stace. And that will bring up fourth down and Dakota Wesleyan. I thought they might be in four-down territory, but instead it looks like they're going to send the kicking team out. And in all likelihood, this will be Tate Gale, unless they go with Trevor Lambert. They have split the kicking chores. Lambert, one of two on field goals this season, one for one on PATs. This would be a season long for him, a 39-yard attempt. Fourth down, snap is down, kick is up, and the kick, a low-line drive is good. And Dakota Wesleyan takes a 3-0 lead. 3-0 our score. Dakota Wesleyan with the lead. Dort will be receiving the kickoff when we're back right after this. This is Dort Football on the Dort Media Network. Dakota Wesleyan takes advantage of the Dort turnover. They're on the board. They lead 3 to nothing. 11-26 left to go in the first quarter. And uh, Kyle, the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers, electing to get the points, play from in front, and see if they can generate some momentum that way. Yeah, I think they feel pretty good about their defense. Uh, obviously, they haven't been on the field yet today, but uh, it's always good to get that first score. Uh, yeah, you looked even statistically, teams that score first, uh, their percentage... Their win percentage is uh, a lot higher, obviously, but uh, to just limit them to three after the turnover was great by the Dort defense. Uh, really, two three and outs. Dort will have good f field position as they kick away from Levi Jungling, and they actually kick it out of bounds, and the defenders will take over first down and 10. 
And good field position for the defenders, trailing three to nothing. And the question everyone has been asking, who's going to be the starting quarterback this week after Tyler Reynolds uh, played well last week? And it has been... Um, Quarterback by committee thus far, and it appears Tyler Reynolds will take the first snap on offense for the defenders here this afternoon. Yeah, Tyler had an excellent game last weekend. He definitely deserves a nod today. Um, the, the great thing um, is to have, you know, the comfort level that Coach Penner has with really all three quarterbacks is pretty high. So I think we'll see all three guys at some point today, uh, but Reynolds is in the game to start. First down and 10 from the 35-yard line. In the backfield along with Reynolds is Anthony Trojan. Trojan behind Reynolds. They send jungling in motion. Reynolds turns, hands off, and a short gain on the play for Anthony Trojan. That'll bring up second down and nine for the defenders at their own 36-yard line. So good field position to begin for the defenders. They stay on the ground on their first play from scrimmage. Yeah, this Dakota Wesleyan defense, they're, uh, they're going to slant, they're going to stunt. Uh, they're, you're going to see a lot of movement. Sometimes not necessarily real sound in terms of gap integrity, but uh, they like to ca cause havoc. They will gamble, and uh, the handoff to Trojan. Trojan still on his feet, and Trojan into Dakota Wesleyan territory before he is brought down at the Dakota Wesleyan 49-yard line, and there's what you talked about. There will be alleys. You just have to find them on the given play. Yeah, and, and going to be really important for Reynolds and the other quarterbacks today to just stick with their reads. They're, they're going to see a lot of different looks. They're going to see different slants. Uh, you don't want to be guessing in that situation. Reynolds turns. Hands it off, and Trojan up the middle again, and Anthony Trojan, the pile keeps moving, and they finally stand him up after about a nine-yard gain on the play, and the last four of that was simply that snowplow effect by the Dort offensive line. Yeah, and with, with the amount of movement that we will see from the Dakota Wesleyan defense up front, the slants, it's going to be really important uh, to just get behind your, your really solid, good, experienced offensive line to get positive yards. Motion out of the backfield, Trojan. They pass it over to Jungling. Jungling on the screen play to the near side, and Jungling at the numbers from the 40 to the 35-yard line. A gain of six on the play, and that's a first down for the defenders. In effect, a long handoff, giving the uh, ball to your running or your wide receiver, your playmaker, Levi Jungling, he picks up the first down. Yeah, and a really solid job by the, the receivers uh, on the perimeter blocking, uh, just ensure that Jungling had time to secure the ball and get the first down. First down and 10, they hand it off to Bush. Bush working the edge, he's to the 30, cuts up the field, 25-20, 15-10, he could go five, touchdown defenders. Josh Bush, 36 yards officially for the touchdown, and the defenders, after pounding up the middle, they hand it off to Bush, and Bush shows some of that electricity that we had heard about coming into the season, and he rushes for his fourth touchdown of the season. Yeah, he has the speed to get to the edge and get to the corner and turn it upfield, and um, yeah, it's a great response by the Dort offense coming off of the the Dakota Wesleyan field goal to get seven on the board. He is averaging over nearly six yards per carry. Part of a stable of running backs the defenders have. Zachman, plenty of leg on that one, and Brett Zachman splits the uprights. Now 24 of 25 this season, and the Dort defenders with a response. They retake the lead at 7-3. Back with more from Open Space Park. Right, well, let's watch the replay first of Josh Bush. Josh Bush gets to the numbers. 
turns it upfield, and there you saw him break one one leg tackle, and from there you knew it was over. No one had the angle, and he runs in for the touchdown. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more after this. Brett Zachman will be kicking off, end over end kick, drives Aaron to the end zone. He gets to the goal line and says, I'm going to let that one drop. And Dort will uh, send the defense onto the field. Dakota Wesley in first and 10 at their own 25-yard line. And, Kyle, you said uh, going in, that's just a great response by the Dort offense, establishing uh, last week we didn't see that. It floundered a little bit today took advantage right away of the relatively short field and got the touchdown. Yeah, the starting out a lot sharper than a week ago, and obviously having a game last week, getting back in the game rhythm was really important. Uh, but, yeah, good variety there, inside run, outside pass play, uh, and then get Bush outside for the, the score. The Dakota Wesleyan Tigers handoff up the middle. No gain on the play. It'll be second down and nine. Second and nine for Wesleyan. So second down and nine. Wesleyan. Not much there for them starting off offensively, and uh, they may have to reach into the bag of tricks a little bit here. Keel Nelson. In the pistol, empties the backfield. Three receivers to the near side, one in the slot to the far side. Also have a wing back. Send a band in motion right to left. That's Arendt. Back to pass is Nelson. Nelson passes underneath to the tight end. Justin Becker, Becker's second catch, but not much there for Justin Becker. And Dort forcing Dakota Wesleyan into a third down and long situation. Uh, and talking to uh, the Dort defensive staff, I think the, the one place... Uh, they felt real good about is, is being able to get pressure on Nelson. Um, if there's a weakness in this Dakota Wesleyan offensive line, it might be in pass protection. Um, so uh, you're going to see the ball come out fairly quickly with each pass play. 8.20 left to go. First quarter play, Dort leading 7-3. They pass to the sideline and... That is incomplete ruled out of bounds on the pass play to Logan Fearback. Dan Jungling on the coverage for the defenders. That'll set up fourth down and eight. Yeah, and that, that play, good example. You know, Nelson was dropped to, dropping back to pass, but it was out of his hands very quickly. Uh, and Dort had some pressure coming, uh, so if they can just force him to hold the ball just a hair longer, we're going to have some sacks and maybe we'll get, get some uh, big plays in the secondary. Tate Gale, who got away a line drive kick after fielding it in the grass. And this snap is good. Rugby kick. 
High spiraling kick. Cabongo will call for the fair check at the 30, uh, the fair catch at the 30 yard line. And it'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at the 30. I got hockey on my mind. We had <laughs> hockey last night. So and played check. well. Yeah, yep. And uh, came away with a victory. Nice start to the year for the defender hockey team. Five and one so far. Three of the wins over Nebraska Omaha, but going on the road to Colorado, winning a couple last weekend. So lots of activities on the Dort campus. It'll be first and 10 for Dort at their own 31. One-yard line, Tyler Reynolds in at quarterback, and after the 65-yard drive to start the contest, Dort looking to build on the 7-3 lead. Reynolds is going to run option, has Bush as his pitch man, and Reynolds picks up four yards on the play, and that'll bring up second down and six, and saw Tyler Reynolds take a little bit of a hit at the end of the play, and that's why Dort's been using, one of the reasons Dort has been using multiple quarterbacks this season. Yeah, and just, they all have different uh, different skill set, they're just uh, different and how they run the ball, so it's a good changeup when we uh, do rotate those guys around. Carter Skibout comes on, and he will run. You uh, play running back for the defenders. He's lining up on the left shoulder of Tyler Reynolds, the blocking back. They pass it over to Jungling. Jungling at the 40 near the first down. Looks like he's going to be short by about a yard. It's going to bring up third down and short for the defenders at their own 40-yard line. Dort leading 7-3. We're past the midpoint of the first quarter of play. Yeah, third third and less than a yard to go here. You'd expect a, a run play. Uh, this is where that slanting, stunting defense can sometimes come up with a big play, but we can also break a big one. Handoff to Trojan. Trojan picks up three on the play, and uh, about as nondescript of a three-yard pickup on the play as you can get as he just simply followed the right side of the line. And Carter Baldwin, who was shaken up last week, uh, that right guard for the defenders clearing a path for Anthony Trojan and the three-yard gain. Yeah, it's good to see Baldwin back in there after the, the lower leg injury a week ago. Tyler Reynolds gets the snap, hands it off Trojan. Trojan up the middle, and Trojan picks up five yards on the play. It'll be second down and five. Saw Carter in the... Uh, because I'm in the training room on Monday, and I said, how are you going to be? He said, I said, can you play? He said, I could play today if I had to. So. <laughs> well, that's that's an offensive lineman mentality right there, right? Tape an aspirin to it, uh, we're good to go. Yeah, he uh, he was – he was he, there was no doubt. He said, I can play. It's just a matter of if they'll let me or not. So Tyler Reynolds with the run. On the far side, stood up, spins, and that's what makes me a little bit nervous, Kyle, is yeah. uh, you, you get that spin. We saw one fumble already. He's able to keep it close to the body, and it's going to be third down and short. Well, yeah, especially when it's your quarterback, Mike. You, you don't want those guys to necessarily um, Don't want them attempt, to take more punishment right. than, than they need to. Yeah, take what they'll give you. Yeah, you got the chains moved. Uh, you don't need to put yourself at risk. Nick Wellen in at running back for the defenders. Now they hand it off up the middle, and I believe that's Skibout on the carry. Double check as he gets up. Yep, the left knee, the uh, knee brace on the left knee. Pickup of seven on the play for Carter Skibout. First carry of the day for the Orange City, Iowa native, and it'll be second down, and we'll call it four, so a gain of six. Second and six, uh, pardon me, second and four after the six-yard pickup on the play. Fast moving fourth quarter, uh, first quarter of play. Reynolds has Wellen to his left, the Colorado native. And we have stoppage in play. They're going to reset the play clock. And now they'll crank it with 25 seconds on the play clock. Two, second down and four. 
On the near side is Jungling. He lines up on the hash mark. Double tight end set for the defender's play action pass. Reynolds takes a shot over the top. He's got Hayden Large, Large into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. A 41-yard pass play from Reynolds to Large as Dort goes to the play action pass. And Kyle, that is an element of the game that we have not seen Dort utilize much, but it certainly worked that time to get Large in behind the defense. Absolutely, Mike. You know, when you're having success running the ball like we have so far uh, to start the game, that's going to open up the deep pass play. And uh, Large, Hayden Large, he lives up to the name. He's a big target out there. Uh, we got behind the defensive secondary, uh, and Reynolds did a nice job of, of laying it out and making it an easy throw and catch. 6-4-235, a very tough matchup, has nice hands to go with it. And this season, Hayden Large with three touchdown grabs out of his nine total. And uh, the defenders take a 14-3 lead as Brett Zachman splits the uprights, and that was just simply a case Dakota Wesleyan's defense bit hard on the play action. Yeah, they bit hard, um, and a lot of times quarterbacks they they tend to make the perfect throw have to get it out and sometimes overthrow the receiver but he just put it right between the eight and the seven laid it out nicely for large so he was able to make the easy catch and stroll in for the touchdown that's a uh, touchdown for the defenders dort leading now 14 to 3 we'll keep it right here as we're almost set for the kickoff the defenders, Brett Zachman, will be kicking off. So other than that little miscue out here, a great start for the defenders and a couple of possessions and a couple of touchdowns. Well, yeah, and, um, you know, it's a, a three-pronged game, right? The offense, defense, special teams. Really the only miscue has been on one special teams play. Um, maybe Cabango trying to do a little bit more with the ball than uh, he probably should have, but y you don't want to – Hold guys back. You want to let them be aggressive and make plays, and Kabongo makes a ton of plays, so you don't fault him for that. But uh, the defense stepped on the field and got the three and out, and um, now we got the big lead. Brett Zachman kicking off. It's taken by Aaron at the one-yard line, out to the 10 to the 15. Stood up, and special teams pursuit by the defenders, and there's one of those defenders trying to earn their stripes. That's Jake Kokenauer, a freshman from Farmington, Minnesota and uh, makes the stop, and Wesleyan, not great field position, first and 10 at the 19-yard line. Yeah, and give uh, Zachman props there. The excellent kick, uh, nice and high, allowed the, the, the coverage team to get downfield, uh, really nowhere to run, um, and forcing Dakota Wesleyan to, into bad starting field position. First and 10 for Wesleyan at their own 19-yard line, movement at the line of scrimmage. Back to passes, is uh, Nelson, and it's loose. They're going to rule it a fumble. And now we have the whistle come out and an incomplete pass. I did not hear the whistle. I didn't see a signal. But uh, they're going to say incomplete. It'll be second down and 10. Well, and that's the pressure we were looking for in a drop back pass. They, they were, Dakota Wesleyan was looking to go farther downfield, a little deeper route. Uh, but when you do that, the quarterback is forced to hold the ball a little bit longer and uh, the defender's able to get nice pressure. Just watch the replay. Brayton Van Kickerick's got it, and I'm not so sure that was a forward pass because he got it when the ball was still in the, receiver, uh, in the quarterback's hand, and he knocked the ball loose. Handoff inside. No gain on the play. Actually a loss of one. It'll be third and 11. Yeah, and so far... Um, Nelson is elected to hand the ball off. Uh, it, they do run a little bit of a, 
a read option, so he does have the option of pulling the ball and trying to get outside. I think we'll see that at some point today, but uh, again, the Dort defense being really disciplined, staying at home, forcing the give, uh, and there's not much room inside. Third down and 11 for Wesleyan, forced into a passing situation here. Movement, flag comes out, free play for Wesleyan, and the pass falls incomplete, and coming up to make the hit, that was Daniel jungling on the pass to Jamin Arend. This is going to be a five-yard penalty, I believe, against the defenders, and we'll do it again, and it'll be third down and six in all likelihood. That was Ian McDonald. Ian McDonald called for offsides. We're in number 44. And I was not aware Ian was out there. Not saying he wasn't. He isn't now. Yeah, they, we, we just had a rotation in the okay. defensive line, so I think we have four, four fresh bodies out there. Third down and six for the Tigers. Back to pass. Keel Nelson. Keel throws to the sideline, has a man open, incomplete. Overshoots his intended receiver, Garrett Detterman. And coverage by the defenders. That was Abe Stace on the coverage. And Abe, one of those do-it-all players on defense who can do a lot of things. Yeah, Stace is really um, having a nice football season. But that, that's, a, that's a throw that was caused because of pressure. And uh, he's not, Nelson's not feeling real comfortable uh, in the pocket just with the lack of pressure. Tate Gale with the punt. Nathan Cabongo fields it off the bounce and trying to catch Dakota Wesleyan snoozing. Picks up about 10 yards on the play into Dakota Wesleyan territory at the 47-yard line. Cabongo averaging about 15 yards per punt return, and I always say anything above 10 is pretty good. Cabongo uh, trying to make something happen there with his team leading 14-3. Right. Uh, you know, when you have somebody with the big playability like Cabongo has, you, you let them just play football. Once in a while, something bad might happen, but uh, he's typically sure-handed. Nice return there. Ethan Thomas, your quarterback. Thomas is going to run option. He's going to go, and he's tripped up at the 32-yard line. A gain of 16 on the play, and Ethan Thomas gives Dort another first down, and Dort's offense right now, they've got Dakota Wesleyan on their heels, and the defenders uh, continuing to put the pressure on. Well, and, and we talked about those little differences between our quarterbacks, and, and Thomas probably with a little bit more speed. So if Dakota Wesleyan is going to look to take away the run game, the running backs out of the run game and force the quarterback to carry it, uh, Thomas could have a big day. 12 on the play clock. They snap it to Thomas, and they can't match up with him. There he goes to the 20, inside the 20, down to the 18-yard line, and Ethan Thomas... Uh, it, it can be electric when he's got the ball, and he, he throws a nice pass as well, but he he creates problems for the opponent. Yeah, and, you know, the, the Dort offensive staff, they have a specific plan in mind when Thomas is in the game. And, and so far, we run two plays. They're both option, both where Thomas has, has again, the option to either pitch it or run um, with how Dakota Wesleyan is playing their defense leaving room for Thomas, and he's taking advantage of it. Okay, we do have a player shaken up on the play. I thought initially Dakota Wesleyan calling a timeout, but they uh, they are tending to a Dakota Wesleyan player at, uh, on the field at about the 17-yard line. We are going to send it back to the truck for a – let's take a uh, – 
one minute break. We'll be back with more from Open Space Park. You're watching Dort Football on the Dort Media Network. talking and hopefully they send it back to me Ethan Thomas Thomas with it hands it off Anthony Trojan Trojan up the middle short gain on the play it'll be second down and nine with three minutes left to go in the third in the first quarter so Dort responding to the Dakota Wesleyan field goal with a couple of touchdowns Relatively short fields to work with. Dort's had good field position. That'll be second down and nine. Ethan Thomas, the quarterback, Trojan behind him, well into his left. Turns and hands. No, keeps it himself, and he is dragged down from behind. Getting to him was Jacob Schaefer. Schaefer with a tackle for loss, his fourth of the season. He's from Sheldon, Iowa, former Oreb. And that'll make it third down and 12 as he chases down Ethan Thomas from behind. That's a good play by Schaefer. Schaefer went a long ways to, to make the play there, uh, all the way from the backside. Thomas was going away from him, you know, just uh, couldn't quite outrun him, and Schaefer made a nice play on the tackle for loss. There's the replay coming, and uh, Schaefer, he read it, and there, there's where you, you, you talk about the stunting, the gambling a little bit. Tyler Reynolds back to pass, under pressure. He's going to throw it into the end zone for Wellen, in and out of the hands of Nick Wellen, had it, and then... Schaefer, I believe, knocked it away. So Schaefer, a couple of big plays on defense for Dakota Wesleyan. And now the defenders will send Brett Zachman onto the field. And Zachman will attempt a 37-yard field goal attempt of his own. 37-yarder coming here. He's got a season long of 41. This is well within his range. Kicking from the right hash mark, Blade Coons will be the holder. 14-3, defenders leading. Kuhn, snap is down, kick is up. It's got the distance. Did he push it right, though? He did. Pushed it just right, did Dort's kicker, Brett Zachman. And Dakota Wesleyan will take over first down and 10. Zachman now 6 of 9 on field, goal, field goals this season. The Leesburg, Florida native. And uh, that that kicking game can be a fickle, fickle thing. And... Uh, <laughs> Had the distance. I think everyone in the stands thought it's got through, but just pushed it a little bit right. Yeah, real close, but uh, good effort there. And somebody that uh, I know this Dort, Dort coaching staff, they have a lot of confidence in Zachman, so he'll be back out there for more attempts. Dakota Wesleyan first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. They hand uh, the uh, the pitch forward to Fearbach and Fearbach, not much there. Maybe picked up three on the play. It'll be second down and seven. So a gain of three. Yeah, good good job of pursuit by the Dort defense. Uh, there was a little bit of a lane to run through. Uh, looked like it was going to be a positive, a much better play for Dakota Westland. Uh, but again, the pursuit and sure tackling um, kind of contained that run play. 
1.30 left to play in the first quarter. Dort with a 14-3 lead. Dakota Wesleyan has yet to get much offense going. I'm going to guess when we get the quarter stats, there's going to be less than 50 yards of offense for Dakota Wesleyan. We've got a timeout on the field. This is a called timeout by Dakota Wesleyan. And this timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more in a moment. Dakota Wesleyan with the football. 14 to 3 hours score. Scrambling is Nelson. Nelson with a lane to run. He's to the 30, 35, 40, 45, and forced out of bounds by Jalen Placide. And that'll be a first down for Wesleyan, their first first down of the day. And they have it first and 10 at their own 48 yard line. Yeah, and really the first time today, Mike, where the, the Dort defensive front didn't uh, contain um, and left Nelson some room on the outside and he just tucked it and um, he's got good speed so he's going to make some yards on those plays. Yeah they uh, just watching the replay of it it appeared that uh, they cleared out that left side of the far side of the field and uh, really uh, the lineman just got caught up yeah. in pursuit and by the time they got back into uh, what you call the uh, their lane integrity. It, uh, he had plenty of room to run on the outside on the numbers. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he made a good, quick decision to tuck it and run rather than uh, try to wait for somebody to open up downfield. And, yeah, it was a big play for Dakota Wesleyan. 14-3, 45 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Dort leading. Nelson turns, hands off to, uh, that's number 39 again, Mandolfo. Mandolfo. Hard running straight ahead, and he picks up 13 yards on the play. That'll be a first down for Wesleyan, and Wesleyan has something figured out on offense, having a little success on the uh, with the running game. Yeah, we had a nice lane to run through there. We had a missed tackle that uh, would have put Dakota Wesleyan in about a third and medium play, but broke the tackle, picked up the first down, uh, and so Dort's defense has stiffened up here. First down and 10 at the 40. 15 seconds left on the game clock here in the first quarter of play. Send a man in motion. That's Aaron out of the backfield. Nelson under pressure. Still under pressure, and he's going to tuck it and run and is forced out of bounds in front of the Dort bench after picking up maybe four yards on the play. It'll be second down, and there's... One second left on the play clock, and do we have a flag on the play? We do, and it looks like it's a holding against Dakota Wesleyan. I think uh, the Dort coaching staff will back them up here. Oh, there it is at the 45-yard line. Randy Hagedorn telling us that T.J. Benton got called for 
a hold. And that'll be a 10-yard penalty. And from where the flag was thrown, it happened behind the line of scrimmage. So it's actually just from the line of scrimmage. First down and 20 for Dakota Wesleyan, and they'll crank the clock, and that'll be the end of the first quarter of play. Our score, Dort 14, Dakota Wesleyan 3. We've got a quarter break. We'll be back with the second quarter of action right after this. Dakota Wesleyan, Keel Nelson turns, hands on first and 20, hands it off to Jamin Arend. Arend, straight ahead carry, picks up eight on the play. It'll be second down and 12. Second and 12 on the way. Midland has the bye. That's why I'm not finding them on the scoreboard. Sim sometimes the simple answer is the right one. Second down and 12. I was thinking uh, I'd keep an eye on that one, but uh, no game today for Midland. Second down and 12 for Wesleyan. 14-25 left to play. First half of action, Dort leading 14-3. Kiel Nelson, a little bit of shifting by the Wesleyan offense. Back to pass as Nelson flares it out to Aaron. Aaron gets away from one would-be tackler, and he's going to be brought down almost immediately. And... Uh, the one thing you don't want to give up is the sideline because you've got help to the middle of the field, and even though that first player doesn't make the tackle, he forces him back to the middle of the field. Yeah, and good pursuit, again, by uh, the Dort defensive secondary, getting to the ball. Um, you know, for Dakota Wesleyan, they want to get Aaron the ball in, in space, allow him to, to use his athletic ability for, for the big play, uh, but a good job of containing that and forcing – Dakota Wesleyan into a third and third and 11. Third down and long for Wesleyan at the Dort 41-yard line. They need the 30 for a first down. Nelson with the pass and the jump in the pass route. The interception by Nathan Cabongo. Cabongo at the 30-yard line. Tumbles to the ground as he makes his second interception of the season. And Nathan Cabongo gives Dort first and 10 at their own 30-yard line. Yeah, and that athletic ability by Cabongo is was on display there and um, that's what you get you know you might uh, he's definitely making up for that early fumble in the game and now uh, getting the possession back for the Dort offense. Oh intended receiver was Logan Fearback and Cabongo just read it and jumps it and makes the, pa makes the interception on a pass that was low 
Handoff. With it is Trojan. Trojan, 10-yard gain on the play. Moves the chains, and it'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 41-yard line. First and 10. Yeah, nice nice patient run by Trojan there. Staying, staying behind his offensive lineman and his uh, downfield blocks, allowing those to... Uh, to take place so that he was able to get a little extra out of that play. Concordia is leading Mount Marty 10 to nothing in other action. Morningside leading Briarcliff 21 to nothing. Reynolds pass is batted into the air. Long pass and Levi Jungling unable to make that catch. It'll be second down and 10 and that we saw one of those last week. Those can go the wrong way quickly on that long pass to the sideline. Yeah and again Schaefer uh, for Dakota Wesleyan Making the good read, making a nice break, um, playing the ball, and and knocking that loose. Yeah, that's a linebacker covering jungling. They hand it off to Bush. Bush to the outside. Gets a block from Wellen. He could go. Josh Bush, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. And a lot of it set up by number 28, Nick Wellen, throwing that critical block. And if we get a replay on it, You'll be able to see number 28, Spring Bush, for the touchdown. Yeah, and Bush being patient, allowing this block to take place and setting it up a little bit, subtle move in and out, um, and then shows off his speed by breaking the big play. Wellen, has, uh, Wellen throws the critical block. Josh Bush, second time he's touched the football, another touchdown, and uh, if you're Dort, may want to get him to touch it oh, another yeah. time or two. Might as well keep giving it to him. He keeps scoring touchdowns. And he's going to be up around 100 yards rushing now with just two carries, and uh, Josh Bush makes it a 23 contest. 12.47 left to play in the first half, and we've got a player shaken up for Dakota Wesley, and as we wait for the point after try. So other scores in the conference today. Uh, Northwestern leading Jamestown up in Jamestown, 14 nothing. Who knows? They might have snow up there already. And Doan <laughs> leading Hastings seven to nothing in uh, a regional game being played at Crete. You ever been to Jamestown? I have. Yes, it's been a lot of years. But uh, in the coaching days, we did play up at Jamestown. Um, it's cold up there. It is cold. <laughs> Yeah, you you definitely. I think you you weren't looking for a non-conference game against uh, them. No, it was it was an <laughs> or I, it, it was an early yeah. season game. I mean, it was week one or week two. You you got to get them in September. You don't want to be traveling north, uh, middle of October because you never know what you're going to run into. Yeah, you know where we close the season, don't you? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh. Yep. Um, well, it, who knows, right? I mean, yeah. maybe we'll get a get a break, and yeah. it'll be one of those odd. 60-degree November, <laughs> November, day, November day. I remember as a player going up to Minot, North Dakota. Oh. And uh, it was the first week in November, and, and we literally got off the bus right into the locker room. We all dressed like it was going to be 20 below, and it ended up being about 50 degrees. So you saw guys shedding layers on the sideline. Um, yeah, I guess we can pray for good weather. Yep. Nope. The uh, Northwestern leading that one 14 to nothing, and so – uh, really, none of these games shaping up to be terribly close at this point. Doan and Hastings right now 7-0, so that's probably the best matchup of the day. Brett Zachman on to attempt the point after as the player from Dakota Wesleyan escorted off of the field. Zachman 2-for-2 two two on point after tries and should be 3-for-3. Three three. And the defenders lead at 21-3 with 12.47 left to play here in the first half of action. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with more from Open Space Park right after this. 
Josh Bush with that touchdown moments ago, and the Dort defenders lead it 21-3 for Bush. His second touchdown scored of the day. Brett Zachman on to kick off, and Dakota Wesleyan will be receiving to our right for the first time today. End over end kick taken at the five yard line to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, to the 25, and to the 30. And the return by Dakota Wesleyan's number 15. That's Daniel Leibolt. Leibolt with the return. Decent field position for Dakota Wesleyan. And now Dakota Wesleyan down 21 to 3. They have tried to establish the running game, it has not been successful up to this point. At what point do you try to shake things up, Kyle? Well, I, th I think uh, Coach Simple and his staff, uh, you know, they can't wait around. It uh, has to start happening. Uh, no sign of really slowing down the Dort offense. So uh, if you're going to try to match them score for score, you got to start opening things up. Rolling right as Nelson. Nelson Cabongo there seals him off. Just And uh, Julius Buchanan also in pursuit. Solo tackle that time by Cabongo. And Cabongo able to read the uh, tackle cornerback makes that tackle and those are the ones that you <laughs> those make me nervous because oh, that yeah. corner can be over there on an island yeah for sure uh, nice having the the experience of Cabongo out there and just his ability to make that open field tackle he was a first team all-conference pick last season a lot of respect around the league for Nathan Cabongo man in motion is the tight end backer Nelson hands it off Jamin Aaron Aaron up the uh, hash mark to the numbers now and dragged down at midfield. Coming over to make the tackle is Tanner Milliken and Dakota Wesleyan into door territory at the 46-yard line. It'll be first and 10. Well, and you have some good, you have especially two really good off, um, offensive players, uh, good athletes on this Dakota Wesleyan offense with Nelson and Aaron. And what, what you need to do is just not allow them to string those kind of plays together. You're going to give up some plays during the course of the day, but uh, allow it to just be one per series. Nelson hands it off. This is Aaron. Aaron to the 50, and that time nothing there for Aaron. And that is Vandenberg making the tackle. Colton Vandenberg with a tackle for a loss. It'll be second and long. Second and long, a loss of four on the play. Back to the midfield stripe. And uh, kind of feast or famine for Dakota Wesleyan right now. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, a little bit their MO. Um, they, they create some big plays, again, with those. They have some good athletes on that side of the ball. Uh, just being able to develop consistency has been an issue um, throughout the year and, and, and probably the last several. But I think Coach Simple is, is encouraged by a little bit more consistency this year. Uh, but, yeah, they're playing another level of, of play here against the Dort def defense. Second and 14, they elect to let the play clock run down and then call a timeout. So this timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more right after this.
Second and 14 on the way. Dakota Wesleyan after the timeout, their third timeout. Fake the handoff to Aaron. Aaron Nelson sheds a tackler. Nelson's going to go up the sideline and ducks out of bounds after a f- gaining enough for a first down. I believe that was a 15-yard gain on the play. Down inside the 35, that'll be an 18-yard gain on the play down to the 32 and a first down for Dakota Wesleyan. Yeah, and Julius Buchanan was in the backfield, had a shot at Nelson. Um, probably just needs to, to get a little bit more jersey, get grab a hold of something. Uh, but Nelson being able to make the, the open field run and positive yards for Dakota Wesleyan. Over on the soccer pitch, Dort leading presentation 5 to nothing. Handoff Arend. Arend up the middle, breaks a tackle, and he's brought down at the 22-yard line. Jalen Placide on the stop. That's a gain of eight on the play. It's going to bring up second down and two. And now for the defenders, let's see if they can come up with another defensive stop. Nathan Cabongo with the interception on the last drive. That set up a Dort score. And now Dakota Wesleyan. One thing to factor in, Dort scored so quickly, the defense has been out there a fair amount. Right. And, uh, yeah, they've been able to get off the field in three and three and out situations. But Dakota Wesleyan putting a drive together right now. And, uh, defense looking a little tired on this series. Hand off Aaron, and Aaron runs right into the tackler. I'm not sure if they were able to stop him before he got a first down. That was Milliken who makes the tackle, and he ran. Uh, Aaron ran square into him. That's going to bring up third down and short. Well, let's see if the defense can come up with a big play here. Third down and short. Looks like less than a yard. Buchanan is off. Drew Dom comes on. Yeah, with the score, you'd, you'd think that uh, Dakota Wesleyan would be in a two-down situation here. Um, yeah, this being one might down be, big. Yep. Yeah, this one might be the one where you take a shot. Nelson turns. Nope, they give it to Aaron, and Aaron picks up and up for a first down. Needed the 22-yard line for a first down. Got all the way to the 20, and that gives Dakota Wesleyan a fresh set of downs with 8.48 remaining here in the first, qu- first half. Dort leading 21-3. So Dakota Wesleyan with it. First down and 10 at the 20. Dakota Wesleyan content to look to the sideline, take their time, walk up to the line of scrimmage. Keel Nelson is your quarterback for the Tigers. Nelson, a sophomore from Mitchell, South Dakota, sends a man in motion from right to left, back to pass, pumps left, now looks over the top. He's going to be flushed from the pocket, and he is wrapped up, and Daniel Jungling comes up to make the stop, and that'll bring up second down and long. Loss of two on the play, and Jungling, nice job, nice open field tackle on a pretty good runner. Yeah, and in in a good you know, he got into his own drop, and, and that's one thing that you're going to see a little bit more from Dort's defense today, uh, more zone coverage instead of man-to-man, um, allowing those linebackers and safeties and defensive backs to have their eyes in the backfield so when Nelson does decide to run like on that play, we can react and make the open field tackle. Fearback is set to the right. They also send the tight end, Justin Becker, over to the right. Back to pass is Nelson. Nelson under pressure. Pass is complete. Short of the first down, though. Tackle made by Cabongo. That'll bring up third down and long. Third and long after the completion to Leibold. Leibold, a senior from Chambers, Nebraska. And that'll bring up third down. Third down and long for the Tigers. Trailing 21-3, 7-10 remaining here in the first 
half of action. Keel Nelson puts Aaron on his right shoulder. Nelson back to pass, rolling right under pressure. Sam Andrews pressures him. Pass is complete to Libel. And that's another first down for the Tigers. They have it first and goal to go at the eight-yard line. And Dakota Wesleyan working the football down the field, by far their best drive of the day. Yeah, and they're they're feeling it. They're getting in a rhythm, um, and this Dort defense has to do something to break that. Um, they're feeling pretty comfortable with the pass game, and they're running the ball pretty effective. Uh, We've got to cause some a big play defensively. 21-3, Dakota Wesleyan trailing but threatening. Leibolt in motion from right to left. Back to pass is Nelson. Nelson looks to the left, and the pass is incomplete. Trying to find Jamin Arend out of the backfield. And that'll bring up second down and goal to go. Line of scrimmage is the nine. Yeah, right there, Dort's defense was showing blitz, um, pressing up to the line of scrimmage. Uh, Nelson wanted to get the ball out quickly. Uh, but again, zone zone defense, instead of being in man, uh, really couldn't find anybody open quick. Leibold is over to the right. Jacob Oxos is to the left. Aaron is in the backfield. He's the tailback behind Nelson. They hand it off to Aaron. Aaron cut back move. Stopped short of the goal line. He's inside the five at the four. And that'll bring up third down and goal to go from the four. Well, you'd love to make a stop here and force Dakota Wesleyan to make a decision. 21-3, Dort leading, under six minutes left to go in the first half. Third down and goal to go. Three receivers set over to the left side. Linebacker is going to cover De La Torre. In motion is Leibolt from left to right. They throw it towards Leibolt, and the pass is broken up, incomplete, and that was Abe Stace again. Abe Stace. Sticking with Leibold and knocking it away. That'll bring up fourth down and goal. Yeah, and Dakota Wesleyan put Leibold in motion to try to get that separation, but Stays did a great job of following the, the motion across the formation, sticking right with the receiver and making a nice play on the ball. Fourth down and goal to go, and they will kick a field goal. Trevor Lambert will be kicking a 21-yard attempt with 5.38 remaining as the clock stops on the incomplete pass. And the kick is up and through the uprights. And the Dort defense limits Dakota Wesley into a field goal try. 5.35 left to play. First half of action, Dort 21, Dakota Wesley in six. Back with more after this.
Well, that soccer game over on the pitch has gone final. Five to nothing. The final score, Dort defeating presentation. The defenders, I believe now six, four, and one in the conference, ten, five, and one over a or it should be 11-5-1, I believe. Don't think that record is factoring in the win yet today. End over end kick taken by Jungling at the 8. He's to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. And at the 25-yard line, he is stopped short. And it'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 24. And for the defenders, send Tyler Reynolds back onto the field, leading 21-6. Would love to close this half out with a score and uh, get the football back to start the second half of play. Let's see what the defender offense can do. Yeah, you don't know how many more opportunities you're going to have this half, so uh, you want to put a good drive together and probably get some more points on the board. Tyler Reynolds, the senior from Yuba City, California, has Trojan open out of the backfield in trouble, and he's going to go down. That's going to be a loss of significant yardage, a nine-yard loss on the play. It's going to bring up second down and 19 for the defenders, and they're back inside the 20, down near the 15-yard line. Had He had the running back Trojan out of the backfield. Don't think he was had enough time to work his way over to see him. Reynolds turns, hands, gives to Trojan, Trojan, Gets back some of the yardage that the defenders lost, and that'll bring up second down. Pardon me, third down, and 14. So third and 14 for the defenders. They need the 34-yard line for a first down. Yeah, it's always tough when you go backwards on first down. Uh, put yourself in a, in a second, extra long situation. You want to get part of it back. Uh, probably not as much as they would have liked uh, now being in third and 14. Yeah, third and 14, you're limited on your options. Pass over the middle is complete yeah. to jungling, and that's going to be close to a first down. Where's it at? Boy, it's right at the sticks. Yeah, they're gonna, gonna I give think it to I us. got the signal from the headlinesman over here that they're going to move it. Well, jungling that innate sense of knowing where he had to get to and picks up the first down. Yeah, and I think he was giving himself a little bit more room. Ball was just slightly underthrown, so Jungling had to make the diving catch, but uh, able to get the first down. Dakota Wesleyan was calling for an incomplete pass, so I don't know if they saw a juggle on that side that we could not. Gain of six on the play could have been wishful thinking as well, and it'll bring up second down and four as the Anthony Trojan on the carry. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of times that's wishful thinking, like you said, Mike, because with Jungling, uh, my, the odds are in favor of a catch. Second and four, Reynolds fakes the handoff, pulls it. He's to the 45-yard line to the 50 and brought down at the 49-yard line. And that's another Dort first down into Dakota Wesleyan territory. That's a dangerous area for play-by-play -play guys. You know why? Why is that? You want to call it the 51-yard <laughs> line. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. That has been don't known to it. happen. We're not in Canada. Playing CFL. Guilty as charged. <laughs> Tyler Reynolds, back to pass, under pressure, and down he goes. Unhind untouched, basically, was the defensive, the linebacker, I believe, Josh Gary. Josh Gary, couple of tackles for a loss so far this season, and another one there. That's a loss of six on the quarterback sack, and the defenders have taken a couple of sacks on this drive, and Dakota Wesleyan, 22 sacks coming into the ballgame. That is one thing that this defense has done. Yeah, and with the movement, you know, that quite often they get offensive linemen 
our defensive lineman free on the rush. Reynolds sets up the screen pass. They get it over the top to Anthony Trojan. Trojan back to the original line of scrimmage. Sets up a manageable third down and 10. So third and 10 for the defenders. I was waiting for the ineligible receiver downfield. Looked like our offensive line leaked out a little bit early, but no flag on the play. It'll be third down and 10. Third and 10 for the defenders. Trojan is in the backfield. Back to pass, Reynolds takes a shot over the top. He's got Eli Bolden, and Bolden is held on the play. And they're not going to call it. Pass falls incomplete Yeah. with 2.10 remaining in the in the first half. Yeah, the only thing there is, is if uh, Bolden probably could sell that a little bit, make a little bit more of an effort to come back to the ball, um, make that contact. Uh, a little bit more obvious. The defensive back never looked back to play the ball at no. all. So I think he would have got the call had he uh, maybe uh, made a little bit more of an effort or did a little bit better job of acting. Fourth down and 10. The defenders punting for the first time today. Blade Coons, the sophomore from Van Meter. Line of scrimmage, the 49. This will be a wobbler. Bounces at the 20. And inside the 20 down to the 10 and near the 10 to the 8-yard line. And uh, that's about all you can ask for from your punter down inside the 10-yard line. So that'll go as a about a 43-yard punt. Yeah, and with uh, two minutes left in the half, uh, look for Coach Penner to uh, possibly use some timeouts here, try to steal a possession at the end of the half, uh, get the offense back on the field. But obviously your defense has to be making some plays here. Yeah, you want the uh, – you. First things first, get a get a stop, something positive on first down here as Dakota Wesleyan deep in their own territory. They downed it at the eight-yard line, so it's first and ten for the Tigers. Keel Nelson, your quarterback for the Tigers, send a man in motion out of the slot, left to right, handoff Aaron, Aaron, straight ahead carry, and Aaron's going to be close to a first down, and uh, just what we talked about, Kyle, was uh, you wanted something positive on the defensive side, and uh, Dakota Wesleyan, 11-yard gain on the play. Right, and, uh, yeah, we, we had some opportunities to hold them up short at the first down and maybe make it more like a five-yard run play, and instead they pick up the first down. Keel Nelson back to pass. Pass is incomplete. Intended to Keegan Zeibel. That's the only number three listed on the offensive side of the football. Listed as a quarterback, Adam DeYoung as a defensive back. Well, and Dakota Wesleyan may be doing us a favor there yeah, on the incomplete say, stop pass. The clock. Throw to the uh, outside, and they help and us again. Short gain on the play. Yep. It's going to be third down and eight, so a gain of two. And the clock stops, on, and so Dort has not had to use their timeouts. and So an incomplete pass, a pass to the sideline where the wide receiver goes out of bounds. It's third down and long for the Tigers. Yeah, and this, this is a big play. It you is. Know, if uh, Dort defense can get off the field here, hold Dakota Wesleyan short of the first down, and get the ball back to the offense, we can make something happen. Nelson sends a man in motion right to left. Back to pass is Nelson. Nelson. Flush from the pocket, had a chance, and uh, he's going to be stopped short of the first down marker. Timeout. 
And the defenders will use a timeout with 1.20 remaining, and they will force Dakota Wesleyan to punt. But we've got a timeout on the field, first of all, so we'll get to that taken care of. This timeout brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more after this. Tate Gale is on to punt. Nathan Cabongo back at about his own 35-yard line. The line of scrimmage is the 32. Dort will not go after the punt. Cabongo lets it bounce, and it takes a Dakota Wesleyan bounce, and that's about as good a scenario as you can get for Dakota Wesleyan. Ends up being about a 53-yard punt. And Dort, with a minute 10 left to go in the half, they've got a ways to go. First and 10 for the defenders, and they're going to mark it at the defender. 18-yard line. Yeah, with this poor field position to start the drive, uh, you know, the main thing you don't want to happen is a turnover, do something that would give Dakota Wesleyan some uh, momentum going into the half. Dort with it. Reynolds to the sideline. Pass is complete to Levi Jungling. Short gain on the play, maybe picks up four. It'll be second down and six. Clock stops on the completed pass to the sideline. Two timeouts remaining for the defenders as they start this drive. Reynolds, the quarterback. Senior engineered a couple of scoring drives for the defenders. Passes to Large. Large middle of the field. Picks up another five yards after the catch. It'll be a first down for the defenders at the 31-yard line. 101 remaining, first half of play. Dort gets set. Clock moves, 58 seconds right now. Reynolds back to pass. Reynolds throws it to the sideline. Bolden, Bolden gets out of bounds at the 45-yard line. And the Dort defenders working the sideline, getting the clock stopped. It'll be second and two as they approach Dakota Wesleyan territory. Yeah, positive right there in those first three um, plays of this series is finding three different receivers, spreading the ball around, um, forcing Dakota Wesleyan to cover the field. Reynolds turns, hands, gives to Skibot, picks up the first down. Now the clock will stop momentarily as they get the chains reset. Dort will get up to the line of scrimmage. Clock moves, 44 seconds remaining. Dort in Wesleyan territory at the 49. Back to pass is Reynolds. Reynolds under pressure, flush from the pocket, still scrambling, looking to throw it away and throws out of the reach of Levi Jungling. And the clock stops with 31 seconds remaining. Dort still with two timeouts left. Yeah, and really, you look at the clock and you think only 30 seconds, uh, 31 seconds. But really, that's plenty of time here being across midfield and having two timeouts in your pocket. Uh, we can attack the middle of the field 
And uh, even if you even if you convert on a first down, you can stop the clock with using your timeout. Second down and ten. Dort stops it on that incomplete pass. Back to passes Reynolds. Reynolds in trouble. Still on his feet. He gets away. His knee never touched. He's still in open field. He's down to the 35-yard line. Down to the 32-yard line. And we're gonna spike it here. Stop the clock. Uh, preserve your timeouts. First down and ten. 16 seconds remaining. And Reynolds spikes it. And are we going to get a reap? So here's the replay. Yeah, it does a nice job of nope. staying on his feet. Hand yep. down. Um, Hand down and ball down, but the knee was not. Right. Kind of went down awkwardly on the tackle, but good positive yardage. And now I think the officials are talking about the uh, the, spike. the spike play. I, I, th I think Tyler mishandled the snap, um, but had to pick up the ball and then spiked it. Okay. Which, you know, it's just like any other play. He, he fumbled the snap and then made the spike, so... Uh, we should be good to go here with second down and 10 um, after the spike. So 14 seconds left to go in the half currently. And I think we're going to, well, let's wait and see. Randy Hagedorn will tell us or not. Oh, so they did not call it an incomplete pass or a spike. He actually did mishandle the ball. Uh, and probably when he was picking it up before he could make the spike, uh, my guess is his knee was down. Clock would have run. Um, yeah, again, we do have two timeouts with only 14 seconds left. To use one of them now uh, doesn't hurt anything. Uh, you can get your offense together and get a good play call. This time out brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. We will keep it right here as they are almost to the end of the timeout after we sort through everything. It'll be second down and 10, football at the 32. If Dort doesn't pick up any more yardage, they're forced into a field goal try. This would be in the neighborhood of a 50-yarder. Zachman does have the leg for it. I don't know about the accuracy. We've not seen him attempt one this long. So uh, Dort he really needs to get about another 10 to 15 yards to feel comfortable about that field yeah. goal try. Yeah, and what little breeze there is uh, would be into Zachman's face. Back to pass Reynolds. Reynolds under pressure. He's going to scramble. He's got room. He's going to run to the sideline and gets out of bounds inside the 25-yard line down near the 23. So now you're talking about a 40-yard field goal attempt with eight seconds remaining in the half so third down and short got a timeout remaining decision time for the Dort coach Joel Penner leading 21-6 are the defenders eight seconds remaining and there's still one timeout left Skibout is behind Reynolds. Back to pass is Reynolds. Reynolds takes a shot to the end zone. Bolden comes back to it. There it is. And we've got a flag on the play. That'll be a pass interference call. And remember, that is not a 
spot foul in college football. Officials will confer. It'll be a first down for the defenders. There's three seconds left to go in the half. Pass was intended for Eli Bold, and he tried to come back to the play. Got held up. Well, and I, I, I think what you see there, and yeah, we had that play a little bit earlier where we didn't get the call that time. Bolden making the attempt to come back for the ball. Defensive back never never turned to play the ball and, and uh, pass interference to play. Much more manageable field goal attempt here. Um, but I, I would look to see uh, maybe a couple more throws deep over the top to Bolden yet today. Um, really, they're, they're not covering him real well, and uh, he's got his shot at making a big play. So Zachman on to attempt a 25-yard field goal, trying to make it 24-6, heading into the locker room. Zachman, snap is down, kick is up, and I believe he split the uprights on that one. Up and through. Zachman, as the time expires, makes it 24-6, and we'll go to the locker room with Dort leading. 24-6 in this battle with Great Plains Athletic Conference rival Dakota Wesleyan. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with the dance team performance. And we'll also have some highlights and a look at the statistics all coming up at halftime. Take a look at the numbers before we get into the second half. The uh, Dort defenders, 219 yards on the ground. Dakota Wesleyan, 124. 20 yards passing for Dakota Wesleyan, 100 for the defenders. Dort, 8 of 12 passing. Wesleyan, 6 of 15 with an interception. All total, Dort, 319 yards of offense. Dakota Wesleyan, 144. Time of possession, Dort, 12-26. Dakota Wesleyan, 17-34. So Wesleyan keeping the ball away from the defenders as much as possible. Dort 3 of 5 on third down tries. Dakota Wesleyan 2 for 10. Tyler Reynolds 8 of 12 passing, 100 yards. He has also run 8 times for 31 yards. Ethan Thomas 3 rushes for 29 yards. Josh Bush, this will help the average, 2 for 94, long of 59. Two touchdowns as well. Anthony Trojan, nine carries for 53 yards. Carter Skibout, two for 12. And uh, you, you mentioned those running backs, Kyle. And did you, when you were coaching, did you ever have a rotation of running backs where you, you felt good about three and four and five guys carrying it? Um, I don't know if I necessarily had that much luxury. Um, we typically had a good running back group uh, in my years coaching, and it was usually 
you know, two really good backs together teaming up, uh, kind of a, a dual threat in the backfield. But how do you uh, s- how do you sell that to a running back? That uh, yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get about ten or twelve touches. Well, yeah, and that's that's not always real easy, right? Because in in high school they were the guy, yeah, and they were getting 25, 30, 35 carries a game. Yeah, just, just keep to, running, yeah, yeah, just keep giving them the ball. Um, yeah, it, it it's it's creating that atmosphere, creating that philosophy that uh, hey, it's a team game. Um, you're going to get your touches, and when you do, you, you need to do the most with them. Uh, but, you know, root for your teammates, block for your teammates. Um, you know, some of the, the best years uh, I had in coaching were when we had two guys we felt really good about, and you could kind of a thunder and lightning kind of mm-hmm. a threat. So whether it's one speed guy and one inside or a combination of both. Levi Jungling, four catches, 29 yards. Uh, Anthony Trojan and Eli Bolden each with a catch. Hayden Lard, there's a couple of catches for uh, 56 yards. Hayden's having a nice day. And uh, previous years, Dort didn't always utilize the tight end. It wasn't a big part of their offense. It feels like they've recognized they've got a talent out there. they got to figure out a way to get him the ball a couple times. Well, absolutely. And with Large, you have a guy that's a very good tight end in the run game he does an outstanding job of blocking he's he is that sixth offensive yep. lineman at times but he he's that dual threat kind of tight end as well yeah he blocks really really well but he has great hands he's a nice large target uh you want to get him pardon the pun there <laughs> um, I you want to <laughs> you want to get him the ball in a variety of ways and yeah he's he's done some really good things and you want to reward players when they're playing well well and you mentioned him as an offensive line a sixth offensive lineman it's funny you say that because carter baldwin when i was in the training room you know how it is on monday morning there's a lot of football players going in and out of (laughs) the training room and uh, carter made the comment uh, he said well we 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 got this guy as an offensive lineman too and that was hayden large and uh, (laughs) so they recognize that as well well and and talk about earning respect from your teammates you know those guys those offensive linemen that's a unique group and and they're typically a close knit and, and I know this to be the fact with the Dort University offensive linemen they're a close knit group they're their own team within a team and when you start accepting tight ends into that group and fullbacks and and then it becomes something special okay Offensively for Dakota Wesleyan, Keel Nelson, 6 of 15 passing, just 20 yards though. Rushing, Nelson, 5 carries for 48 yards. Jamie Aaron, uh, Jamin Aaron that is, 12 for 55. Receiving, uh, Daniel Leibel, 2 catches for 14 yards. Uh, the offense, what Dakota Wesleyan has had the success with has been uh, some running plays from Neil, Nelson and Aaron, and that's kind of what we expected going in. Absolutely, yeah, they're... They had a little bit more success running the ball uh, there late in the half, or especially in the second quarter. Um, they're big play threats. Those, y- you just don't want to give up the big scoring play. They're going to get their 15, 20 yard runs at times. Uh, you just don't want them breaking those for scores. And then force Dakota Wesleyan to maintain drives um, and not get the big chunks and not get uh, the touchdowns getting into the end zone. Abe stays, six tackles, Brayton Kickericks five for the defenders, Zayden Nicholson with three, 
Jalen Placide ends up with five, and uh, we've got an interception from Nathan Cabongo as well. So the Dort defense, they've surrendered a couple of field goals. Thus far, they've kept Dakota Wesleyan out of the end zone, and uh, I would imagine that is a goal of theirs for the second half is keep them out of the end zone. Well, yeah, and, uh, you know, you're always looking for that next uh, goal on the chart. Well, you didn't pitch a shutout, but you can pitch a shutout in the second half, and I'm sure that's what this defense uh, for the Dort defenders is looking to do. Other scores from the conference today, Northwestern 28 nothing over Jamestown up north, Morningside over Briarcliff 50 to nothing. That's uh, being played in Sioux City obviously at Briarcliff. Doan leading Hastings 21 nothing at the half and Concordia is playing Mount Marty and uh, the Lancers proving uh, again, I guess last week uh, they stood toe to toe with the defenders for a while then the dam broke but uh, Concordia leads Mount Marty at halftime 17 to 7 and uh, I guess I won't be shocked if Mount Marty finds a way to get a win yet this season. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Um, they're they're really a well-coached football team, uh, fundamentally sound. Uh, they're just not very deep, you know. So, yeah, if you get some guys injured or you get late in the game, sometimes they run out of gas because you, you don't have that level of experience and you don't have that level ex- uh, of depth that you need to be really successful within GPAC. October 30, Hastings at Mount Marty. That one could be a battle between those two teams up in Yankton. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, if there's a game Mount Marty might be circling on the schedule is that one that you have a really legit chance. I I would think that that would be one uh, that, that... their coaches are focusing on. Northwestern and Morningside are both 5-0 and in the league. Dort's 4-1, and Midland 4-2. and Their losses are to Northwestern and Morningside so far. Dakota Wesleyan 3-2, and Concordia 3-3, and Jamestown 2-3, and Doan 2-4, and Briarcliff 1-4, and and Hastings 1-5. and uh, Mount Marty stands at 0-6, and, and that is with, after today, there will be four games remaining in conference play. Really getting down to it, and the Dort offense will get the football and must be a little breezier than when the game started. The ball has blown off of the tee a couple different times for Trevor Lambert, the kicker for Dakota Wesleyan. We are set to begin play here in the second half. Dort leading 24-6 earlier today. The Dort... uh, Women's soccer team victorious over presentation five to nothing. See if the men can get a sweep this afternoon. Kickoff taken by Jungling at the 15. Angles back to the near side, middle of the field. Breaks a tackle and just inches away from breaking that one for something special to start the second half. He is tackled at the 34-yard line. First down and 10 for the defenders, and uh, that was Aaron Black making the tackle for Dakota Wesleyan. Yeah, and as they came off. Uh, Got off the ground. You could see it was uh, very much a shoestring ankle tackle that uh, kept jungling from something really big. Four, uh, 24 to 6. Dort closed the half with a field goal. Handoff Anthony Trojan. Trojan churning hard. 10 yard pickup on the play. And that's a defender first down out to the 45-yard line. And Dort starting off the second half, running behind Alex Heisman on the far side along with Walter Black and the defenders first down and 10. Yeah, solid job of blocking up front, getting good yardage. Running near side is Reynolds. Reynolds is going to be stopped after a two- or three-yard pickup on the play, and that will bring up second down and long. So your offensive lineman for the defenders uh, pretty much par for the course, left to right. Hoisman, 
Then you've got Black. You got Mitchell Van Regenmorter, a first team all conference player from last year at center. You got Carter Baldwin, right guard, and your right tackle is Parker Beck. And those players have played the majority of the snaps this season. And, uh, North's offensive line thus far staying healthy. Handoff up the middle. Carter skeeb out and skeeb out. Straight ahead carry. Picks up four on the play. It will be third down. Well, was it Trojan or was it skeeb out? I thought it was skeeb out, but uh, we'll double check that on the way up. Nope, that's Anthony. So Anthony Trojan, public address announcer, calling me out on that one. <laughs> and putting Dort in a very, very manageable third and three. Um, yeah, you got run game wide open to switch things up. Bolden in motion. They try to come with that stunt from the outside. Short gain on the play for Trojan. That's going to set up fourth down and short. The defenders with it at the Dakota Wesleyan 47-yard line. They need and two yards to the 45 for a first down, and it appears Dort will go for it here. Yeah, probably a call that's uh, been made just based on you're very good offensive line up front. Fourth down and two. Trojan bounces to the outside. Picks up enough for a first down. And, uh, again, you saw, I'm thinking it's a linebacker coming from the outside trying to wreak havoc. Guess right. Unable to do so that time, though, in a seven-yard pickup on the play for Anthony Trojan. Yeah, and that's what you expect from Dakota Wesleyan. They're going to blitz. They're going to stunt. They're going to get some guys moving all over up front trying to Cause some confusion, but if you can just get in behind that offensive line, you'll get some positive yards. Player shaken up on the play for Dakota Wesleyan. Tell you what's coming up yet on the Dort campus today in terms of athletics. Uh, it's been a busy day. It was a busy day yesterday. Uh, it's another busy day today. We're into the second half of the football game and assisted off of the field, escorted off of the field will be Dakota Wesleyan's number 92. That is Dominic Warmbean and Warmbean one of the top players for Dakota Wesleyan's defense. If he is unable to continue for any amount of time, that is a big loss and something to watch the development of as he is off to the sideline where he will be assessed. Yeah, he seemed to walk off under his own power and uh, without a limp, so I'm not sure what the injury was there, but I would assume he'd be back in the game. First down and 10 for the defenders at the 42-yard line. Tyler Reynolds back to pass. Reynolds pass over the middle, in and out of the hands of Hayden Large. Would have been about a six-yard pickup on the play. Instead, the clock stops on the incomplete pass. It is second down and 10. Coming up, we've got women's volleyball. College of St. Mary Flames taking on the defenders this afternoon at the DeWitt Gym. 3.30 start time for the junior varsity contest, and the varsity will get underway at 5 o'clock or so. And we'll have that on the Dort Media Network as well. Ethan Thomas in at quarterback for the defenders. Thomas on the near side, picks up enough for a first down. Ethan Thomas, an 11-yard gain on the play to the 30-yard line. And Thomas will check out of the ball game, picks up the first down on that package play. First down and 10 for the defenders at the Dakota Wesleyan 30. Yeah, and uh, so far Dakota Wesleyan does not have an answer for when Thomas is in the game running the option. Reynolds hands it off Trojan. Trojan started middle, bounces to the left, picks up three on the play. It's a nice push up front by the defenders as uh, that line of scrimmage moving as the running back gets possession of the football on the handoff. Yeah, I think the, the five offensive linemen you mentioned earlier are, are taking charge right here of this drive and getting really good push up front. 
So second down and seven. Nick Wellen running in from the sideline. 18 seconds on the play clock. Reynolds making sure Wellen has the play call. Fake the handoff. Pass over to Jungling. Jungling all by himself into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. And a blown assignment that time by Dakota Wesleyan on the far side. Jungling was all by himself. Yeah, kind of an odd situation happening there. Llewellyn came onto the field late, and whenever an offense makes a late substitution like that, defense has a chance. The, the official did stand over the ball, gave Dakota Wesley an opportunity. They didn't take advantage of it soon enough, and then tried to run guys on and off late. Confusion, jungling wide open on the on the play. Yeah, Ross Simple was uh, voicing his displeasure to Randy Hagedorn there. Zachman on to attempt the point after try, his fourth of the ball game, and he makes it a 31-6 ball game. Dort leading, 11-36 left to play here in the third quarter. And on that score, we'll take a break, and we'll send it back, and we'll uh, be back with a kickoff right after this. This is Dort Football on the Dort Media Network. our score. The Dort defenders leading by 25 with 11.36 remaining in the third period of play. High water mark for Dakota Wesley in this year in terms of points allowed. Concordia scored 34 on them. And Dort kicks to the sideline and goes out of bounds. And it'll be first and 10 for the Tigers at their own 35-yard line. And the Dort... Defense comes onto the field. Dakota Wesleyan with their second possession of the second half. So first and ten for Dakota Wesleyan and uh, time for Wesleyan to regroup. And you're explaining, Kyle, in between uh, as we went to that break, the spirit, the, sp- the spirit of the rule is play doesn't just completely stop. You've got to be ready to make a change on defense with a late offensive substitution. Yeah, it's not an indefinite thing. When the umpire steps over the ball, they're giving the defense an opportunity to make a substitution. If they don't react quickly, uh, they're going to move on with play. Back to pass is Kiel Nelson. Nelson looking over the middle. Nelson's pass up in the air and trying to break it up is Mino Jones and The pass is complete over the middle to the 30-yard line. Jones had a bead on it, but Jacob Oxos had inside position. Yeah, exactly right, Mike. Uh, Receiver had the inside position. Jones just needs to come underneath that route. He had plenty of time, uh, just tried to go over the top, and 
Yeah, the receiver run the, uh, won the battle for the ball there. Yeah, you're going 5-9 against 6-3 there. Tough to me. He got boxed out, in effect. Right. And Keel Nelson with a football with uh, the Dakota Wesleyan offense. Indoor territory at the 30-yard line. And not much there. And Jessup Leakey, tackle for the defenders, making the stop on the short gain. It'll be second down and long for the Tigers. Yeah, nice job of plugging the hole. Uh, but, uh, again, Nelson carrying out his fake, and at some point he's going to pull the ball, probably try to get outside on the quarterback run. So it's going to be really important for the Dort defense to, to maintain their, their responsibilities, and who's ever in charge of that quarterback has to stay home. Second down and long for the Tigers. Nelson has running backs left and right. Send a man in motion. Right to left, that's Fearback. Back to pass is Nelson. Nelson looks over the middle, and the pass is complete to the tight end, Justin Becker. And we've got a fumble, and are they going to yep. give it to the defenders? I think they're going to say he was down. Um, why, this is one, are they Mike, gonna, I, I wish uh, we had uh, instant replay because... I'm not convinced he was down on the play. Let's check out the replay here from the Dirt Media Network. Good throw and catch, but I know we had players stripping at the ball. Yeah, and that's yeah. He he may have been down. Looks like the knees were down on the play. Yeah, we didn't. We lost sight of the football for just an instant there. So it's third down and short for the Tigers. Third and two at the Dort 22-yard line. Turn, hand, give to Aaron. Aaron picks up the first down. And down inside the 20 at the 15-yard line, it'll be a Dakota Wesleyan first down. Looks like Leakey might be shaken up on the play. He's going to check out. He and Sam Andrews will come to the sideline. Dakota Wesleyan with a first down on the play. First and 10 for the Tigers at the 16. 9-15 and counting. Third quarter, Dort leading 31-6. Keel Nelson has three receivers to the right. Send the man in motion. Back to pass. Nelson, Nelson, pass to the sideline, incomplete, and we're going to have a penalty called against the defenders. This will be a pass interference call, and didn't look like the defensive back for the defenders. I think that was Jones played the man instead of the ball and got there a little bit early. Yeah, just... Uh Got a little handsy on the break. Um, ball is already in the air, so it's it should be a pass interference rather than a holding. Uh, really, he was guilty of both offenses there. Randy Hagedorn, the referee. So that will be at the five-yard line, they rule. Well, and you're seeing Dakota Wesleyan throw on early downs this series, having some success um, where most of the first half they were running on first down, so uh, getting a little bit into a rhythm here. First and goal to go. Hand off, up the middle, and not much there for Mandolfo. Mandolfo, a freshman from Omaha, Nebraska. A little bit more of the thunder to the lightning of Arend. No gain on the play. It'll be second down and goal to go from the five, trailing 31-6. to six. Well, and so far today, this is where the, the, the Dort defense has, 
has stood their ground and not allowed Dakota Wesleyan to get in the end zone. Uh, it'd be great if we could force another field goal attempt. 8.24 remaining. Third quarter, Dort leading. Wesleyan with the football. Nelson back to pass, throws it towards the end zone, and it's picked off by Cabongo, number two today for Nathan Cabongo. Cabongo turns, finds the ball, and that's where you have that luxury of a well, tall cornerback able to win that battle in the end zone for the ball. Yeah, and, and just really good technique by Cabongo. He's in great position, has that inside position that we were talking about earlier. Uh, when Jones wasn't quite in that spot, but uh, inside position, and you're right, with the height of Kambongo and, and his ability to jump, uh, it would have taken a probably well, a Tom to Brady-type yeah. pass to throw there because <laughs> he was in superb position. Made you got to drop it in the, the bucket there, yeah. yeah. Tyler Reynolds in at quarterback. Josh Bush also back on the field. Reynolds steps up, throw over the top, has Bolden, and Bolden is... Knocked to the ground, and we've got a couple of flags on the play. Bolden at the 45-yard line. You said it in the first half. Don't be surprised to see them go to Bolden because uh, he was—he's been able to get separation from his uh, from his defender. Right, uh, good separation. He's a, a nice target out there. He's a big play receiver, um, and uh, yeah, you throw it up, and something good's going to happen. You're either going to get a penalty like this, or Bolden's going to make a play on the ball and most likely come up with it. So, uh, How did he get in behind the safety there? Yeah, I think the safeties are really concerned on the run here and, and just not getting into their backpedal and uh, not having much trouble getting over the top. First down and 10 for the defenders. They hand it off to Bush. Bush trying to get to the outside, turns the corner on the edge, and he's forced out of bounds. And That's an 11- or 12-yard gain on the plane. We have a flag coming out on the sideline as well. And Josh Bush, well, kind of disappointing, didn't score again. Oh, well, he only gained 12 on that one. <laughs> That's really going to hurt his average here. It will. Three <laughs> carries now. I think he goes over 100 yards there as well. Uh, but really showed his speed uh, outrunning the, the Dakota Wesleyan defense to the edge. And, um, yeah, once he got out, he was well out of bounds and gets an extra shove by Dakota Wesleyan. You saw it at the end of the – Replay, uh, but that's going to add another 15 yards to the to the run. And those are the kind, I would imagine, as a it, coach, just drives you crazy because it's 15 free yards. It's fr 15 free yards, and it's yeah. I mean, it's an unnecessary roughness type of, of personal foul penalty. It's just frustration, you know. I, they think they have Bush tackled for no gain, and he scampers for 12. Ethan Thomas in at quarterback for the defenders. There he goes, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. And brought down inside the 10, down at the 7-yard line. And Ethan Thomas, he's put together a nice game in the situations that he has had. Yeah, just really a good one-two punch. Uh, Reynolds having a nice solid game again today, but... Uh, yeah, and Thomas is coming off a little bit gimpy, but probably just a bruise... Um, but, yeah, being the big play threat in the run game. First down and goal to go for the defenders at the nine. I think that's going to be a motion. I think the defense got back on that. Yeah, well, you will. Carter Baldwin came up out of his stance as the Dakota Wesleyan defense came to the line of scrimmage. And that's the discussion right here between yeah. the, the linesman and the umpires. Did, did he get back before offense moved? Um, 
You know, you, you teach your offensive lineman to react on that guy in the neutral zone. And that's what we got. He must not have got back quite in time before uh, before we reacted to the to the offsides. And Ross Simple over on the sideline, he he has not had some calls go his way today, and a little bit of frustration now for Dakota Wesleyan on the sideline. As it is, it's first down and goal to go for the defenders now at the five. Tyler Reynolds sends jungling in motion right to left. Reynolds turns, hands, gives to Trojan. Trojan into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. That very easily could have been a penalty at the end of that play as well on uh, Reynolds. And I guess you're going to run the fake and you're <laughs> yeah. going to lay yourself out for that. But Anthony Trojan into the end zone and Dort with this one in hand now leading 37-6. 7.03 left to go in the third quarter and a fantastic start for the defenders here in the second half. Well, and... Uh after the turnover in the end zone going 80 yards, um, not much time taking off the clock and getting a touchdown out of this drive is a great reaction by the offense. Zachman with the point after trying for Brett Zachman. He's now 5-5 five of five on point after, 1-2 of two on field goals, and the defenders lead at 38-6. to six. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more from Open Space Park right after this. Brett Zachman kicking off. The defenders with an 80-yard drive capped with an Anthony Trojan touchdown run, and the defenders in front. That kick through the end zone. First and 10 for the Tigers at their own 25-yard line, and the Dort defenders flexing their muscle in this one, 38-6. And yeah, doing my prep work yesterday, and I hate to say you take them for granted, but you forget this offensive line, Mitch Van Riggen, Mortar Center, first-team all-conference, Alex Hoisman, first-team all-conference, honorable mention, All-American, Walter Black, honorable mention, all-conference player, and uh, the kicker of the whole deal is most of these guys could come back next year if they want, if they elect to because of the extra COVID year. Right. Uh, and it sounds like some of them are going to take advantage of it because of their, their, their field of study that they're in. Right. Um, yeah, you have that luxury, maybe uh, – you get into a master's program here at Dort University or pick up another minor or, yeah, just take a little extra time to, to fulfill your requirements for your degree. But, yeah, football's a little different than most, right, Mike? I mean, this is it. For the vast majority yeah. of the guys on the field, this this is it. You, you play your college career and you never, you never have an opportunity to put pads on again. So to be able to come back for maybe another 
just one more semester of, of academic work and play, um, that's appealing to some guys. Second down and one after the gain of nine on the play for Nelson. Back to pass, Keel Nelson. Keel, flush from the pocket, steps up now, and he's going to go down. Brought down in the backfield by Colton Vandenberg, and that's going to set up a third down and iffy, third down and three or four. Good pressure that time applied by Vandenberg. Yeah, and uh, Nelson just held it a little long there. You know, he had the luxury, um, you know, early in so far this half, of being able to get the ball out quick uh, to open receivers. So our, our linebackers, our defensive backs, jumping routes, forcing him to probably hold it just a little longer than he wanted to and resulted in a sack there. Third down and short for the Tigers at their own 32. They need the 35 for a first down. Keel Nelson turns, hands gives to Aaron. Aaron, second effort, got it. Thought they had him in the backfield. The words were almost out of my mouth that he's not going to get it. And he works his way forward and picks up four when he needed three. Yeah, and uh, again, that's just a good individual effort there. Um, a lot of work for four yards. It, it really was, but uh, they really needed that first down. Yeah, try to get something going here for Dakota Wesley in the second half. First down and 10 for the Tigers, 5-17 left to go in the third. I have one more note on those, uh, those offensive linemen for the defenders. First down and 10, send a man in motion from left to right. Back to pass is Nelson. Keel Nelson looks, and the pass is complete. Missed tackle by Hickson, and now off to the races. All the way down to the 25-yard line. Pass completed to Jacob Oxos. And that'll be a first down for the Tigers. And the Tigers moving the ball better here in the second half. Just don't have any points to show for it yet. Right. And, yeah, again, a good individual effort breaking the tackle. You know, you're going to give up some pass plays. Uh, you want to make sure you make the open field tackle, make the tackle at the at the point of the reception and, and not give up those yards after the catch. First down and 10 at the 24-yard line. Handoff to Aaron and Aaron to submarine on the play by Milliken. It'll be second down and 10. So back to those offensive linemen. One of them, Alex Hoisman, thinking about coming back for another semester. Don't know if he will or not yet, but pre-med, biology major. Uh, he, the, the reality is you could benefit from another semester. Absolutely, and, you know, he, he's going to graduate after his his post-secondary work with, with debt anyhow, but as a doctor, you usually make that up pretty well. Um, but, yeah, again, not having the opportunity to ever step foot on a football field again, it's a little different than a lot of, a lot of other sports. Rolling left and forced out of bounds is Keel Nelson. Short gain on the play, maybe picks up two or three, and he deep drop, and uh, I thought he had gained more than a couple, but he's forced out of bounds. It's going to be third down now and at least six or seven. Yeah, good coverage downfield. Really, Nelson had nowhere to go with the ball, so had to tuck it and get as many yards as he could. 3.22 and counting, third quarter. Dort leading 38-6. Nelson. And the pistol has Aaron to his right. Now they'll shift right to left. Tight end is Becker. Man in motion. Back to pass is Nelson. Keel Nelson looks. Pass is complete to Oxos. And we've got a flag on the play as well. And that's usually in the vicinity of holding. But we do have a player shaken up for Dakota Wesleyan as well. That is Brian Smith in the backfield. And uh, he's going to be attended to by the 
training staff, and we'll sort out the penalty yeah. as well. We got a pretty pretty obvious hold uh, right in the middle of the offensive line. So I think this play is coming back, but and and actually I think the hold and throw down is uh, what resulted in the injury of number 76. I didn't get his name there. Yeah, that is uh, Brian Smith. And back in the truck, I know I, I think you gave us one replay. If you could, if you're able to give us another replay, that would be fantastic. But right now, we've got a flag on the play, and here comes that replay. So yeah, you see the you see the throw down right in the middle of the play, and then the defensive lineman fell into Smith. Um, boy, you hope this isn't something that's Real serious and season-ending, season um, but yeah, those are those are some da dangerous plays. Yeah, it looked like uh, looked like the Dort player got blocked into him as w it wasn't uh, wasn't like a dive down or anything like that either. So uh, he's being attended to. Chris Fagerness off of the Dort bench as well to come over and help with the Dakota Wesleyan training staff. Over on the Dort soccer pitch, presentation has tied it up 2-2 two to two in men's soccer play. They've got about nine minutes left to go in that first half. Earlier today, the Dort women, five to nothing winners as well. Women's volleyball coming up. They'll be getting started with that junior varsity contest in uh, just a few minutes as well. Being assisted off of the field is Brian Smith. And Smith will be helped off of the field and uh, we're going to return to football and it's going to be third down and long now for the Tigers going to be third down in about 17 or 18 yards yeah and here's here's the here's the tricky part uh Smith uh the starting center for Dakota Wesleyan so um yeah just that center quarterback exchange uh that change can can sometimes affect an offense just timing um you know, not necessarily that it, it's going to be a bad snap, but a lot of times it's just the timing of the snap, a little bit different. Um, you'll see how, how Dakota Wesleyan reacts here. Third down and long for the Tigers. Football at the 31. Keel Nelson, Jamin Aaron to his right. Five seconds on the play clock. They'll get it off. Nielsen, they bring pressure. And he scrambles loose, and he's forced out of bounds at the original line of scrimmage for this set of downs. And that'll bring up fourth down and 10 with two and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter. Dort leading 38-6. to Nice-sized crowd on hand for today's football contest. And uh, I mark them off as we get through these home dates of uh, nice weather. And when you've got nice weather everything just works really well I mean, whether it's a win or a loss <laughs> and, got it. and had another beautiful one today so Keel Nelson facing fourth down and ten for the Tigers Tigers need the at least the 15 for a first down Nelson flushed from the pocket he's going to try to scramble for it and forced out of bounds it'll depend on the spot of the football and he stops short of the first down so Dort's defense holds so it'll be first down for the defenders at their own 16-yard line with 153 left to go here in the third quarter. 
Yeah, I think Nelson just uh, lost track of where he was on the field and ran right out of bounds. He, you know, that's one of those where at some point you have to put your head down and do all you can to try to pick up first down. 38-6 to six our score. We've got a flag on the play. It looks like false start called on the defenders. They're going to call that on jungling. Clock stops momentarily. I didn't see it, so I can't comment. I mean, I'm not saying right. that it didn't happen. I just didn't. Uh, my focus was not on him. Right in the slot. Well, and you don't. You sure don't want to see that from your receivers. Um, no reason to jump. They can look at the ball and watch when it's snapped. First down and 15. Tyler Reynolds keeps it himself. Picks up maybe three on the play. It'll be second down and 12. Second down and 12. And Dakota Wesleyan trying to keep this one at 38-6. to six. Now the defenders, a lot of turf in front of them, but they have shown that they're adept at uh, some long drives today. Reynolds keeps it himself. Reynolds picks up maybe three or well, – he picks up seven yards on the play, sets up a manageable third down, and uh, third down and six. Yeah, and with that play call, yeah, you'd sure love to be able to break one and pick up a first down, but – Ultimately, you're, you're just trying to get yourself in a more manageable third down, like you mentioned, Mike, and, um, yeah, and look to pick it up here. Third down and six, we'll call it. They need the 26 for a first down. Reynolds flushed from the pocket, rolling right. He's going to have to throw it away. Tries to find jungling and jungling. Did he, he stay in bounds? <laughs> well, let's what see a he, catch. Did he get a first down out of it as well? They're, they're giving him the catch, and I believe it is enough for a first down. Let's, uh, we're going to get a pretty good shot on the sideline camera, I believe, on that replay. Maybe there were too many bodies in the way, but it'll be a first down for the defenders at their own 27-yard line. We've gotten so accustomed. Ho-hum well, just drags his toes, gets a first down, and uh, yeah, we'll do it again. Yeah, and Jungling just does such a great job with his body awareness and being able to keep the feet in bounds on the catch. Nick Wellen the, on the run, and Nick Wellen caught in the backfield, fights his way forward, maybe picks up a yard on the play. It'll be second down and nine. Uh, we're going to miss him. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, that's it, a luxury most teams don't have, just that you get it anywhere close, and Jungling's going to make a play on the ball, and, and you <laughs> ultimately you just want a chance, right? And, and he makes so many big plays uh, for this Dort offense. Well, he's going to stay around. He's going to enter the coaching world, work his way through a master's program. So we'll see him for another couple of years on campus. But uh, uh, the Dort defenders leading 38-6. Third quarter has come to a close. Fourth quarter on the way. Dort up by 32. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with the fourth quarter of play right after this.
Second down and eight. Handoff up the middle and Nick Wellen on the carry. And Nick Wellen needed eight for a first down. Looked like he got eight and a half. And that's another Dort University first down. So the Dort University defenders moving the football. And now they're they're doing a little bit of what, what you've talked about over the last couple of weeks is you get a lead. Now can you... Can you stretch things out just a little bit? Can, right. can you take some time off the clock and still execute well on offense? First and ten for the defenders. Handoff Wellen. Wellen maybe back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. It's going to be second down and ten. Yeah, and and you you want to maintain that momentum and, and that rhythm offensively, um, but can you do it in a situation like this? Uh, where maybe you can slow things down a little bit more. Second down and 10, keeping it as Reynolds. Reynolds picks up three on the play out to the 40-yard line, and that'll set up third down and seven. Dort needs the 47-yard line for a first down. 14 minutes left to go in the game. Dort leading 38-6, to and it certainly appears the defenders on their way to their fifth win of the season against that one season, that one loss coming in the opening week of the regular season. Third and seven for the defenders at their own 40. They motion out of the backfield with Wellen. Reynolds steps up in the pocket. Now he's scrambling, looking, throws to the sideline. Pass is complete to Wellen, and Wellen is going to be yeah. just shy of the first down. It's going to be close, but I think he's going to be just shy of the first down. Yeah, and as we saw earlier um, in this field position, and we went for it earlier. Now with the big lead uh, and into the fourth quarter, uh, probably a wise decision to kick it and and force Dakota Wesleyan to. Uh, I'm not sure everyone the in the, the crowd agrees <laughs> with well, you on that. One. Yeah, <laughs> and he, well, and fans tend to get selfish now yeah. and then and want a little bit more. But this is probably the wise move. Um, Blade Coons on punting from the 46, spiraling kick, fair catch called for at the 10. And stumbling as he makes the fair catch is Daniel Leibolt. And Dakota Wesleyan will take over first down and 10 at the 11-yard line. Well, now if you're the Dort defense, uh, it's time to stand your ground. Got the uh, stats from our stat crew. Uh, Dort, Josh Bush, 107 yards on three carries. Ethan Thomas, five for 69 Anthony Trojan, 15 for 82. He's been the workhorse thus far. Tyler Reynolds, 11 carries for 43 yards. Carter Skibout, 2 for 12. Levi Jungling, 6 catches for 62 yards for the defenders. So Keel Nelson quarterbacking. And Nelson keeps it himself, trying to bounce to the outside. Play gets stretched out to the sideline. He's escorted out of bounds. And... Uh, Short gain, well, he picks up four on the play. It'll be second down and six. Looking at the uh, Wesleyan offensive production, 72 yards for Nelson on the ground, 66 for Jamin Arend, and other than that, Jacob Oxos, three catches for 78 yards. Dort's uh, defense limiting Dakota Wesleyan thus far to 262 yards of total offense. Yeah, and Oxos is 78 yards, majority coming on one 40-yard reception. Back to pass is Nelson. Keel Nelson out of the pocket, being pursued. He's to the 25-yard line and uh, figures that's enough. Steps out of bounds, stops the clock, moves the chains. And Dakota Wesleyan trailing 38-6. They've got the football at their own 27-yard line. Critical for Dakota Wesleyan. 
See if they can put a drive together here. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, with the starting fuel position, I think Coach Simple is, is just looking for something positive from this offense, something uh, that he can build on for the weeks ahead. Give it to Aaron, and Aaron, short gain on the play, maybe picks up one. It'll be second down and nine. Well, things things get really real over the next two weeks for the Dort football team. Uh, go on the road, facing Morningside next Saturday. And then it's Northwestern and Morningside, a difficult enough task. There's no looking ahead to the cross-county rival yet, but Morningside's going to be a real challenge next week. Yeah, it uh, looks, you know, just judging by scores week in and week out, Morningside really has things going uh, on both sides of the football, probably the best uh, overall um, team at this point in the com uh, conference season, and uh, it's going to be a challenge, but... Uh, those are the weeks you look forward to. Nelson with the completion to Garrett Detterman out across midfield before Brayton Van Kickericks makes the stop after the 23-yard gain on the play. Dakota Wesleyan now with it in Dort territory at the 48-yard line. So Wesleyan moving the football. Didn't have great field position after the punt, but have moved the ball into Dort territory. And let's see if the defenders... Can get a stop on defense once again. They haven't allowed a point here in the second half. Nelson, the quarterback, keeping it. Funneled back to the middle of the field, and that's Brayton Van Kick. Uh, no, Julius Buchanan with the stop. Gain of six on the play. It's going to be second down and four. Second and four, 10-25 and counting. Ball game. So second down and four yards to go. Send a man in motion from left to right. That's Becker. I hand it off to Aaron. Aaron. Maybe a one-yard gain on the play. Stopped at the 40-yard line. It'll be third down and a couple. Yeah, really becoming a two-man show here for Dakota Westland. And, uh, yeah, we talked about it early on, but... Between Nelson and Aaron, there's two really good football players, and, yeah, they're they're forced to carry the load right here. Well, now it, it does surprise me. Uh, Jacob Oxos has had a nice year thus far, 20 catches. Uh, tight end Becker, nice big target. He had a couple of catches earlier in the game, but they've really leaned heavily on these players. Aaron keeps, uh, gets the handoff, and now he comes up limping. Down at the 35-yard line, so a five-yard gain on the play, and that's another first down for Dakota Wesleyan. 9-20 and counting in the contest. Yeah, you're right, Mike. They they do have some other guys offensively. Um, it's whether or not Nelson can find that, those yeah. guys in the pass game. And Dort's been doing a pretty good job in their zone coverage drops. Uh, but, yeah, every now and then those guys are finding some space, and, and uh, Nelson gets the ball to them. Dort bringing four. Back to passes. Nelson. Nelson has a player wide open on the far sideline. Missed assignment by the defenders. And the completion to, that name has not stuck for me, Daniel, Daniel Leibolt. Leibolt up the left sideline all the way down to the five-yard line. A 30-yard pass and catch. Yeah, just losing track of uh, Leibolt on that play. He was wide open on the sideline and was able to catch and get it inside the 
Right, about to the five-yard yeah, line. Yeah, he's at the five, so it's first down and goal to go for the Tigers. And Dort hasn't given up a touchdown yet today. A couple of field goals haven't allowed a score here in the second half. Nelson turns, hands, gives to the fullback, and that's Mandolfo again, and they're still allowing the pile to move. Gain of three on the play. It's going to be second down and goal to go from the two. Second down, goal to go from the two. Leibolt to the near side. Oxos is to the far side. Dort's been able to force a couple of turnovers in this situation. Earlier today, they hand off to Arend. Arend, nothing there. He's caught behind the line of scrimmage. First person there, Tanner Milliken on the stop. And that's going to be a loss of one on the play. Maybe a loss of two. It's going to be third down and goal to go from the four. Lucas Huttinga checks out of the ballgame. Dort comes back with an extra lineman. That'll be Colton Vanderberg. Yeah, I think uh, that last play, Dakota Wesleyan, just a little hesitant to throw the ball because of uh, past experience and the turnover. We'll see what they do here on third down. Third down and goal to go from the four. Throw over the middle, and the pass is incomplete. Intended for the tight end over the middle, and that'll bring up fourth down and goal to go from the four, trailing 38-6. to six. So Brayton Van Kickerix breaks it up. Clock stops on the incomplete pass with 7.04 remaining. And Dakota Wesleyan is going to call a timeout. Timeout on the field, charge to Wesleyan. They'll talk it over here with 7.04 left to go in the contest. And this timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Back with more right after this. Fourth down and goal to go for the Tigers. Keel Nelson, the quarterback, balls down on the ground, throws, passes batted, and the Dort defense comes up with another stop, and uh, Dakota Wesleyan able to get the ball inside the 10 on a few different occasions this afternoon and have come away with just a couple of field goal tries. Yeah, a nice job of the Dort defensive unit really uh – Tightening things up down here in the red zone and not not allowing Dakota Wesleyan to uh, get the touchdown. Cade McDaniel is on at quarterback. So McDaniel in for his first offensive series, taking over first and 10 at the four-yard line. Hand off up the middle. That's Skibout. Skibout picks up 
four on the play. It'll be second down and six for the defenders. Under seven minutes to go in this one, and the Dort defense, they would love nothing more than to see this team just churn out and grind out an extended drive and maybe take the uh, take the rest of the time off of the clock. Might be asking a little much, but not out of the realm of possibility starting out inside your own 10-yard line. Exactly, and getting uh, good positive yards on the first two plays, getting in a third and three, third and short situation, keep this drive alive. Third down and three yards to go. McDaniel is the quarterback. Cade turns, hands, gives to Skibout. Skibout could go. He's to the 25 and dragged down from behind at the 29-yard line. And uh, if not for that safety making the tackle, Skibout goes the distance. He's going to check out of the ballgame now. First yeah, down just, and 10 for the defenders. Yeah, Skibout just kind of drug down awkwardly. A um, little extra strain on the body there, but we'll, we'll see him back in the game here soon. Anthony Trojan. Back in at running back. Nick Wellen on the left shoulder of the quarterback, McDaniel. Back to pass is McDaniel. McDaniel flings it out for Levi Jungling, and Jungling is going to race the rest of the way. Touchdown, defenders. Well, so much for that grinded out drive. Well, you know, you want your guys to keep playing, right? And uh, Dakota Wesleyan selling out against the run, trying to get the ball back to their offense and uh, yeah you leave yourself susceptible to a long pass play and McDaniel did a nice job of laying the ball out for jungling uh, caught it right on stride and there was no one on the field going to catch him. 72 yard pass and catch and the Dort defenders lead it 44-6 to point after try on the way for Brett Zachman his Sixth of the afternoon, snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. And the Dort defenders lead it 45-6 to with 5.35 left to go in the fourth quarter. Let's take another break, and we'll be back with more from Open Space Park right after this as you watch that replay of Levi Jungling getting in behind the defense. And once Jungling got that separation, there was no catching him, and he makes he gets about 35 yards after the catch for that touchdown, and the defenders tack on another seven. We'll keep it right here. I'm told that uh, we've got our brakes taken care of in the truck, so we'll keep it right here. Dort leading 45-6. to six. Junior varsity volleyball set to begin here shortly. That's at 3.30 over at the DeWitt gym. Expect a pretty full house for the varsity contest at 5 o'clock as the defenders take on a team that is rated number 10 in the country in the College of St. Mary Flames. Uh, College of St. Mary last night trailed Northwestern 2-0 in Orange City, and then College of St. Mary came back to win it three sets to two, and for the defenders, their only chance to play the College of St. Mary this year in that that's not a double round robin. You get some of the teams just once, so you get into tiebreakers. These single meetings, very important, and uh, we will see if the defenders can pull off an upset here this evening at the DeWitt Gym. First, we've got to finish some things here, though. Jason Tepete with the kick taken by Wesleyan. This is Aaron. Aaron at the 10 to the 15, and he is brought down at the 20-yard line, and that is where Dakota Wesleyan will take over first down and 10 at their own 20-yard line. Well, I would imagine we're going to see some players rotating through now. 
And it looks like in the defensive backfield, for sure we do. That is, I want to make sure we get them identified correctly. Uh, safety, you've got Ashton Treshman in at safety. Saw Dan Jungling out there. Also Dyson Coima is the near side corner. So we do have some new faces in. Wesleyan, Keel Nelson, quarterbacking. And he hands off to the fullback. No, keeps it himself. And Nelson off to the races. He's to the 40, to the midfield stripe, and dragged down in Dort territory. They mark him out of bounds at the 46-yard line. So a 33-yard gain on the play for Nelson and Dakota Wesleyan in Dort territory once again. First down and 10 at the Dort 46. Yeah, and uh, been waiting for that one all day. To be honest, Mike has kept giving, giving, and uh, yeah, finally had the opportunity to pull that and get some good positive yardage. He's got Mandolfo in the backfield with him. He hands it off to Mandolfo. Mandolfo, two-yard gain on the play. It'll be second down and eight. Under five minutes to go in this contest. Dort leading 45-6. to six. So, Looks like Dort staying with some regulars up front. So 51 on the far side. Patrick O'Neill. No, we pretty much new faces almost all the way across. Cooper Hidalgo is on the near side. He gets some reps. He's listed on the two deep. He's the defensive end. Nelson hands it off to Mandolfo. Mandolfo to the sideline and forced out of bounds. He'll stop the clock as he's forced out of bounds near the 30-yard line. Aaron Van Hofwagen on the tackle. Yeah, and for uh, the Dort University defense, you know, there's there's always some positive peer pressure going on right now. You know, you have a defense that's shut out Dakota Wesleyan for the half and got some new faces on the field. You want those guys to rise up and make a stop here. Wesleyan back to pass. Nelson pass to the sideline is complete to the 15. And Dyson Coima forces the receiver Fearback out of bounds. And with 3.39 left to go in the game, Wesleyan threatening once again at 45-6. to six. Yeah, and for the second time, just losing track of uh, the receiver down the sideline. Um, defense has to be a little bit more disciplined in their zone drops and keeping their eyes up and seeing that, that guy late to the flat. Keel Nelson, the quarterback, gets the ball. Back to pass, looking. Rolling right, going to run out of room, and he goes airborne, and he steps out of bounds at the seven-yard line with 3.06 remaining in the game. So second down and goal to go now from the eight. Yeah, and on the replay, all you don't see his feet, but he did a good job of planting and trying to get upfield just must have barely stepped out of bounds there on the play. Yeah, he was flirting with it. You could see that. Anthony De La Torre in at tight end for the Tigers. And there's a situation. Well, they fake the handoff. 
Running back actually goes down and uh, the quarterback in co-possession with it. And Keel Nelson carries it into the end zone for a touchdown, a 70-yard touchdown run for Nelson. And Dakota Wesleyan cuts into the Dort lead at 45-12 with, with the point after on the way. Yeah, Hildalgo didn't didn't want to give up the ball, but he was going down, and uh, yeah, that's that's a tough one because yeah. he's he's on the ground with, with the ball. dual possession. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I think that's that may have been a little bit of a gift there yep, for a the little Dakota Wesleyan offense. Closer game, things probably looked at a little bit differently, but the point after try is up and through, and Dakota Wesleyan makes it a 45-13 ball game. Dakota Wesleyan this season in terms of points scored. They have scored 27 against Hastings. Well, Marty with 20. Doan 17 they scored. And so uh, not an offense that hangs a lot of points up on the board. But we're currently at 13. They trail 45-13 after that drive. Taking advantage of a little bit of the Dort inexperience, I believe. And now the Dort... Return team focus in on making certain that they recover. Yeah, you an don't. onside attempt. Yeah, you would think that uh, either an onside or some type of pooch kick to try to uh, steal a possession here. Um, not that this. I, mean, I think everyone knows that this game is probably decided. I don't. I don't think we're at risk of. Uh, well, if it gets to that point, you might be finishing this one up on your own. <laughs> I don't think anybody's worried <laughs> about that. Um, but, yeah, you, you might as well go for it here. Um, yeah. No use kicking it deep and roll the just, dice. Just giving, giving door to possession. Lambert kicking off, and the ball blows out of the tee once again. Boy, for this game only being two and a half hours old, there have been points at which it has dragged today. For sure. Well, they're going to kick off, and Dort's going to take it at the 10-yard line to the 15, to the 20, to the 25. This is Dan Jungling, 25, and upended at the 39-yard line. And it'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 39-yard line. Yeah, good patient return by Dan Jungling. Uh, comes up limping a little bit, hopefully nothing too serious. But, uh, yeah, good job of just waiting for the return to develop and a lane to run through and good starting field position. First down and 10 for the defenders at the 39-yard line. Cade McDaniel quarterbacking. Freshman signal caller hands it off. Wellen, Wellen, second effort. Maybe picks up four on the play. Now five. It'll be second down and five. So Cade McDaniel, the freshman from Gill, Colorado. Football at their own 44-yard line for the defenders. Second down and five. Yeah, Mike, do we have some new faces in the offensive line here now or? Well, we will like. I'll double check that. I was looking at some of the skill positions. Yeah, we do. Short gain on the play. Yeah, we've even got some guys that not listed on the two deep necessarily. 
Bryce Simnocker. Also, that's Matthew Lawson. Your center is Zach Riley. I'll double check that. Lawson is your center. Riley is out there, though. So it's third down and three. McDaniel keeps it himself, and the ball comes out. Dakota Wesleyan scoops it up. They're headed the other way. And dropped in Dort territory is Jacob Schaefer, and Schaefer knows for the football today. And the fumble results in Dakota Wesleyan taking over first and 10 at the Dort 35 with 59 seconds remaining in the contest. So Dakota Wesleyan with two timeouts remaining. See if they try to make it a little more respectable. It's currently 45-13. to 13. See if the defense can get a stop to close out the contest. Yeah, probably McDaniel just a little bit uh, too loose with his ball handling skills there. And Dakota Wesleyan took advantage of it, caused a turnover. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Nelson sends a man in motion. Back to pass is Kiel Nelson. Nelson flushed from the pocket. He's to the 30, to the 25, and forced out of bounds at the 25-yard line. That's Drew Matheson, safety for the defenders, escorting him out of bounds. Now 53 seconds remaining. Well, we haven't seen Aaron the last two series. I don't know if he came up a little bit lame on After that kick, kick return. return, yeah. Back to pass is Nelson. Keel Nelson looking left. Throws towards the end zone, and it is caught. Touchdown, Dakota Wesleyan. Now we got a flag near the line of scrimmage. Do we have an offensive lineman downfield? Get the official, man. They're not... Uh, Dakota Wesleyan is not sending the offense off of the field, so they're anticipating a call against them, it would appear. Yeah, any time that that flag is thrown that late near around the line of scrimmage, you anticipate one of your offensive linemen just getting a little bit too anxious, getting downfield a little ways. And but they called it on 19, they said. Oh, he must have been covered up. Must have. Hmm. Yeah, has to. Yeah, so it ends up being a formation, a formation right. issue. Yep. Yeah, so now they bring him to the outside. First and 15 for the Tigers. Handoff. I don't know. Keeping it is Keel Nelson, and Nelson brought down at the 25-yard line. Clock will continue to run, and Wesleyan, unless they want to use the timeout to extend things, they're going to hustle and face second down and 11 now. Yeah, right right here you have a case of a very talented football player, Nelson probably trying to do a little bit too much on his own. Um, and he can throw the ball well. He just needs to... Be patient in the pocket. 17 seconds, now 12. Wesleyan will get one more playoff. 
Back to pass is Nelson. Nelson throws it towards the end zone. Incomplete. And they'll have enough time to line up for one more pass or one more play. Third down and 11. Matt, the 25. Dort with a 45-13 lead. And Dakota Wesleyan's going to go to three and four. And we have a timeout on the field. And this timeout is brought to you by Casey's Bakery. Find your favorite bakery products at caseysbakery.com. Some of the other scores in the conference. We'll see if we can get some of those tracked down. Last check, the Dort soccer team tied with presentation two to two. Concordia stretching it out now with Mount Marty, 38-7, Concordia in front. Morningside, a 77-7 lead at Briarcliff. That was with about 13 minutes left to go in regulation. Northwestern, a 56-7 lead on Jamestown. Doan leading Hastings, 44-0. And the game you're listening to here, Dort leading Dakota Wesleyan. By a score of 45 to 13 with four seconds remaining and really everything but the final score determined in this one. And uh, just to give you a warning, we will not be taking a lot of time for a post-game wrap-up. have to get over to the DeWitt gym for volleyball. So we've given you the scores that we're going to give you and, uh, yeah, nothing in question any longer. Just a matter of going final officially. So third down and 11, barring a penalty. This is the last play of the contest. Pass towards the end zone, and it is batted and incomplete. And that will bring the game to a close. Our final score, Dort defeats Dakota Wesleyan by a final score of 45-13. The defenders now 5-0. They'll head on the road for a couple of games, playing three out of their last four on the road. Dakota Wesleyan drops to 3-4, three 3-3 and four, three and three in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with a look, quick look at the numbers and a final word right after this. You're watching Dort Football on the Dort Media Network. 